An old Jewish man once came down to me in a dream in the form of a dragon. And he said... And he said... <laughs> hey! I can't even do... I'm starting to do like an old Jewish voice. Oh my God. I, I can't even think of it right now. But anyway, he said to me, my boy... You need to have, and he's Irish. Yeah, too. it was in both. Um, <laughs> he said, you have to have Menashevitz, Concord grape wine. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I made on. everything up. But, yeah. Um, yeah, dude, it's like the cheapest Passover fucking wine. But God damn it, I like that more than like any other wine. Oh, no. I, it tastes like the fruit it was made with. That's the kind of wine I like. Yeah, I mean, I've had, I've had Menashevitz plenty of times. I had no idea that it was Concord grape wine. I mean, it tastes like grape jelly. That's but in liquid form. Man, oh man, a Shevitz. Don't chug a full gallon and then walk it down the middle of 9W back to Saugerties. Yeah, well, your uncle's got to fucking keep you in line. Oh, my and goodness. And your uncle is, like, also fucked up. <laughs> I'm the uncle. <laughs> 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 and, pu- and puke in somebody's yard. P- pissing somebody else. Oh, man, that was a night and a half. Allegedly, right? No. I no, I, I remember it, too, because you were getting yelled at and the cops were going to get called. <laughs> I got kids in here. <laughs> All right, not not allegedly then. Yeah, no need to protect the innocent. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's like four thirty, five o'clock in the fucking morning. Like fuck out of here, dude. What are you doing awake? It's Saturday. Fucking loser. <laughs> what, do you, uh, what do you got over there? Um, it's not quite cold enough. Definitely try it. That just hit me in a way that I was not expecting. Same. What is it? I, I, I don't know. And Kim, what do we got here? Piss. Probably piss balls. It's, uh, huh. Man. That's. Well, Uncle Dan hates <laughs> we, we it, so Uncle it's Dan a sour. Would not, would not dig it. So it's a sour. It's like marmalade orange sour. Ooh. I didn't get much nose on that, and then the flavor just smacked me in the fucking mouth. Mm hmm. It, it tastes like a whole lot of heartburn. Oh, you need a Tums, for sure. Mm. Yeah. Any? Getting, like, apricots. Yeah, apricot. I don't think I meant marmalade. But maybe I did mean marmalade. Oh, maybe you, apricot, you maybe apricot marmalade. Yeah, apricot, <laughs> maybe. that's what I meant. That's what, that's what I meant. Apricots are, like, maybe, like, a little bit of, like, raspberry, but probably not, like, a crazy amount. It definitely seems like some kind of berry. Are you, are you going to tell us, Kim? No, this is... I was just waiting to see if everyone guessed. Josh was still looking like he was thinking. I don't know. It's, a... uh, it's the Purple Passion from uh, Duclaw. Or Duclaw. Uh, Duclaw. It, Duclaw. Uh, it's passion fruit, blackberry, and sea salt. Nice. Hmm. Interesting. That is interesting. It's interesting. Doesn't taste like purple, though. Is it, when was it canned? When? Yeah, does it have a date? It's got a yes, it's on the bottom. It's that purple drank. I follow one of their brewers on Instagram. 813-2019. Nice. Okay. Wow, so not too old. Yeah, yeah. that's impressive. Um, did anybody look at the can? Because if not, you guys can guess. Oh, we can guess. Uh, uh, we might have to pass it around again. Uh, What's, what? It's a purple passion. What kind of style of beer is Saison? it? Is it Goza? Oh, is it Goza? Or Goza. Goza? Oh, it's a Goza ale, right? Yeah. That's why I'm not just being. I'm ready. I tried to like Gozas, but like this saltiness is like doesn't really agree with me. There's it, nothing it, that agrees with it, me in that beer. It's the one <laughs> style that I just try as I might, I just can't really dig them. It's annoying because I like to like everything, but. 
It's just not not my jam. I can do one, and then oh. I'm like, okay, I'm done. It's been my go-to Saint Pauliner saved me. Saint Pauliner, <laughs> boy. But you know what he's like? It's the, 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 it's the cousin of Saint Pauli girl. Is Saint Pauliner boy? <laughs> yeah, except this is actually good. <laughs> well, whatever. Well, well, now that our palates are fully wrecked, that's why. <laughs> hey, I got fuck this. yeah! Yeah. While uh, while you pour pour this, I'll bring in the bring in the hotness. Now to go for a radically different direction. Thank fucking well, God. While I'm doing this, um, we have a, a special guest. We, we do. do. We do. On a very special day for probably only me. Uh, sure. I, I like it too. I grew up with the movies. All right. Well, today's Friday the 13th, so uh, no. obviously, <laughs> yeah, I have a huge boner today. Oh, God. And it's a um, harvest moon And it's as a well. blood harvest moon. Did you see that? Ooh, Did you uh, see it? It was yellow to me. I didn't see a red one. I saw red. Well, Does that mean you listen to more Stevie Nicks than normal or what? It's very possible. <laughs> I hate Stevie Trey, Nicks. Trey what? Let's get out of here. I'm leaving. <laughs> I don't hate her. I just... The, the goat voice oh. is weird. Oh, please. <laughs> you came to the wrong neighborhood, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I came here to defend Stevie Nicks and nothing else. All right? <laughs> I'll have none of it. And, and nice. I just think back to the South Park episode. With, yep. with right, that's what I'm saying. The goat. Yep. Anyways, uh, back to our special guest. We have the baby boy, Harrison. One of my favorite people that I've I've met. From the industry and in general. Oh, thanks, man. Hi, everybody. My name's Harrison. I'm a brewer over at Sloop Brewing Company uh, down in Hopewell Junction. So Sloop's pretty popular these days, huh? Sloop's, you know, yeah. I, uh, you know, Don't had a little bit of an expansion over the past year or so. Thank you, Dan. Every um, time I go there, it's fucking hopping. <laughs> yeah, we uh, hopping. We uh, we opened up a Ooh, big old, wow. uh, big old brewery and, and uh, restaurant uh, down in uh, Hopewell Junction at the old. Uh, IBM plant, which is now taken over by uh, iPark. Um, but yeah, we got like a, like a mile, like probably like, I think it's like a 2,600 square foot space. It's a really cool spot. It's, yeah, man, it's cool. It's like uh, hanging out in a, like a little bit of Hudson Valley history. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've only been to a couple of breweries since I've been back from Colorado. It's Hudson Valley, Sloop, and I think Treehouse and Industrial Arts too. Uh, other than that, the other ones I don't really count. You know, because I won't say who they are or whatever, but not my thing. People enjoy them and whatever, but it's okay. Yeah, don't don't throw that shade like our, uh, our friend to. Alex did. Yeah, <laughs> remember it's all about the compliments, like Rob says. Yeah, yeah, it's all about shout positivity. Out and shout out to Alex. Trades only, bro. It's a movement, so it is. With uh, with all new guests, we usually ask them how they got into the craft beer scene and. Oh, What's man. you know what were like those pivotal beers that you started drinking that you were like oh there's other things out there that's like really open your mind to try new different shit. Okay, yeah, um, we're, we're gonna ask you all the questions you've heard a thousand times before. No, yeah, it's but, that's great. Uh, you're gonna take it and you're gonna like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it cool if I taste this this, this here yeah. beer first? Oh, do you think? I highly suggest it. Yeah, take a minute, think about your answer. We'll uh, we'll talk shit. Um, oh man. We're not. That is so, so, so tasty. Yeah, so much better than that last beer. Sorry. <laughs> my, my first yeah. sip though, like, had a lot of heat on it. I got kind of got that like when you take a shot, mm. like alcoholic heat or yeah. spice heat. No, alcoholic heat. And then the second one was a lot smoother. Yeah. So you gotta warm um, yourself up. Yeah, you know? that's just your your temp- palate adjusting, <laughs> right? Tempering your yeah. esophagus there. From yeah. That, what does our friend Rob say? Third sip's the charm, that's baby. Right. He knows his shit. He does. <laughs> Um, but yeah, okay, so in terms of, you know, uh, entry points into the craft brewing industry, um, 
uh, I, I started uh, in craft beer working at a, like a restaurant, like a small cafe and craft beer bar uh, in Red Hook, New York, when I was a senior in college. Um, this place was called Daughters Fair and Ale. Um, and and when, I, when I started working there, I was, you know, just getting a bartending job, kind of not really knowing what I was getting myself into. Right. Um, the, the, the owner, the chef owner, his name is Ryan. Uh, he asked me what my favorite IPA was. Cause this was kind of like, you know, we, we were just kind of taking off into this crazy IPA, uh, uh, frenzy that we've been going through for the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. And this by the way is in, um, uh, late 2016. So sure. relatively recently as far as. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um, yeah. Like August of 2016, I think was when I started there. Uh, so yeah, he asked me what my favorite uh, IPA was, and uh, you know, I had to like think on my feet real quick because I knew that he wanted a, a you know a, a cool answer. Uh, yeah, you had impressive. Not some bullshit. You yeah. know? <laughs> so uh, Sierra Nevada. My cool answer was um, Rampant IPA from New Belgium. Huh. Which was you know I was super into at the time. I was Ooh. I was drinking a lot of that. Um, but he just kind of like gave me like like a real kind of disappointed look. Guy. Yeah, he oh, <laughs> was just like hairy eyeball. He just goes, uh, "Wait right here," and he goes out to the front and pours me a, a little sample from something that we had on on draft at that time, and hands it to me, and it's this like hazy, like bright yellow liquid. And I'm like, "All right, like take a sip," uh, and it was crazy. It was um, it was mylar bags from other. Yeah. Half. Yeah. No <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I've even had that one. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. it, that one. That was a fucking game changer. Um, and and daughters, for what it's worth, was uh, a a big purveyor of other half beers. We we got like other half cans to to release, and because Ryan was friends with one of the owners, it was it was a great deal. And we always had a bunch of their beers on draft. That's um, really cool. So, kind of started off with a bang there. You know, the first craft beers that I really uh, got my hands on were uh, like uh, like Space Diamonds and and All Citra Everything and. Um, when broccoli came out, we got a keg of broccoli and things Holy like that. Shit. So I was wow. like, an, I was an other half, uh, uh, like a, a, awakening sort of. So you went from zero to 60, essentially. You exactly. were just like, I was like, mm. just put my head down and ran straight into a wall. Nice. <laughs> That's badass. Um, and then, you know, I, I had worked, uh, at daughters for, you know, a solid eight months or so. Um, eventually I closed its doors, but beforehand, uh, before that happened, we had established a relationship with the guys at Sloop. Um, okay. We would send them. We, we used to make our own sausages in house, so we would send Fuck them. Fuck yeah! Yeah, we would nice. send them sausages. <laughs> Badass. To serve Fucking it. love sausage. <laughs> uh, Damn. We just went from six to midnight. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, so yeah, I mean, we would we would send them uh, sausages to to make in their tasting room to sell to the public, and they would send us like a keg of juice bomb, or like a keg of Green Islands, things like that. You know, nice little trade. And and I met Adam and Justin doing that. We had like a little beer dinner one time. Um. And once daughters closed, I was like, "All right, like, do I want to stick in the in like the restaurant industry, or do I want to see what I can do in the brewing industry?" And I, I, I had been home brewing like here and there. Just all right, that was gonna be what I was gonna ask you. Was yeah. like, had you brewed before? Like, I, I, I started home brewing because of this job. Okay, at daughters because I was like kind of freaking out about how cool it was to yeah. to make beer and how good it's beer could be possible to make some ridiculous shit. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
but not when you're not when you're home brewing. <laughs> it's like right. that shit ain't gonna fly. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta but, get the basics down first. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you gotta learn from all your many many mistakes. Yeah, you gotta learn to to walk before you can. Oh you man, can the so first the first beers that we made, my my buddy Pat and I, we used to live together when we were seniors. Um, the beers that we made were just fucking disgusting. Right? <laughs> they were so <laughs> terrible. It was crazy. I, I gotta be honest, that's super comforting because as you all know, like I, like Rico and I have started to do our thing and, you know, it's good to hear that everyone pretty much started with a pile of dog shit. Oh, man. Yeah, everyone makes trash to start. Yeah, so. <laughs> just like stuff that you, sure. you can't even, you can't stomach it, man. You gotta spit it out. Oh, drain pores, huh? Oh, Ooh. yeah. Oh that's, yeah! Oh, that's that sucks. Come on. Nobody's immune to that shit. Nope. <laughs> I mean, I try to be. If I if if I made it, like like we were talking about the cider earlier, yeah. like son of a bitch. As long as I don't die from it, I'm gonna fucking drink yeah. it. You know what I mean? Like I made this. It's my baby. The good thing is, it's like there's like very few things that are actually like gonna fucking kill you in beer. You know? Yeah. I don't know about cider. Cider's a different story. Yeah, same shit. Yeah. Different, same shit. Different drink. It's what all would, getting fermented. What would kill you in beer? No, I don't think there's anything in beer that can kill you. Oh, all right. Because where's the contamination? You're just gonna get vinegar. Yeah. Yeah. Acetobacter. Yeah. Uh-huh. And like, I mean, like, there's cleaning elements in beer. Like, you don't you don't want to go drinking a like a sodium hydroxide solution. Like, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. a com- yeah. that's a common thing that you have like laying around in a brewery. It's like a caustic solution to help you clean fermenters and stuff. Gotcha. But, you know, nothing in the beer itself. It's Pop some Camden tablets, man. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> mm, get that sulfur dioxide burps. Mm. We should make a beer just called like cleaning liquid or something like that. <laughs> Call it uh, what? Uh, Star Sand. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Star Sand. Star Sand Stout. <laughs> should have trademarked it. Dude, <laughs> how many how many fucking people like do you end up in a conversation with? They're like, oh man, you should totally do this or you should do that. Like, here's this idea. Do you get that or is that just kind of like? Um, no, I don't really get that. Um, just cause I, I don't really like write all of the recipes at Sloop, you know, like Justin Taylor's the, he's, he's, he's the, the brewmaster. Man. He's one of the owners and the brewmaster at gotcha. Sloop. And, uh, you know, the recipes come, come down from him, you know, to, uh, Ryan, uh, and, and myself, Ryan's, uh, one of the other brewers there. And, you know, we talk about them and, and go from there. But I mean, like people aren't really like telling me like, yo, have you ever tried like, uh, you ever tried Munich malt? Like things like that. You know? <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, uh, yeah sure. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like sounds good. <laughs> um, totally, bro. That would be kind of cool though. Be like, hey, you should, you should make a rye IPA. Be like, yeah, absolutely. And then be like, yeah, what's up? <laughs> I'm never. Like, I'm not that. gonna make that. You fucking asshole. Get on my face with that shit. <laughs> a lot of armchair rye brewers IPA. out there. Sounds like. What's that again? A lot of armchair brewers. Oh out yeah. There. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you know, the the big thing about uh, the beer industry is that everybody knows what they love. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. And and they're fucking sticking to that shit. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I was listening to a couple episodes of this yeah. podcast uh, recently, and I know that you don't like sour beers. Oh, <laughs> you fucking hate that shit. Yeah, you're you're on it. You're um, on it real well. We, we found a few that he can stomach. As, you know, and I respect that. I respect the hell out of you that. You got to be a trisexual man. You got to try everything <laughs> once. I don't know what that means. <laughs> well, oh, tri- okay. I thought you meant chies and three. Okay, oh, tries and oh, try oh. and T R Y. You know, you're, I think you might be one of the first people that ever went with three with the try yeah. instead well, of just like T R Y. Come on, man. I'm a chemist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. No, no, that makes sense. It's just nobody's ever been. like, I thought you meant three. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> 
What? Yeah. Uh-huh. You just uh, resent me. But speaking of three. Ooh, that was a good one. Nice. Speaking <laughs> of three, and speaking of preferred beers, everybody's got their preferred beer. Yeah. And totally, I'm totally cutting you off because you were making a point, I think. Um, but shut up. I got a question. Three favorite beers. My three favorite beers? Beer, uh, beer styles. Oh, beer styles. Beer styles. Okay. Let's hear okay. them. Okay. Um, I love more and more now than I ever did before. Um, just a fucking clean, no bullshit pilsner. Really? Yeah. That that seems to be where a lot of people are at right now. I, the pilsner is like the. It seems to be like the new craze, and I don't get it. it. Is, it I is. don't get it. It's they all taste the same to me. It's delicious, man. But that's it. Like the the in the same vein that people were like all these IPAs taste the same. It's the same. It's like you know. It's you're you're, you're preaching to the same uh, the same gospel here because it. What it is 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 a matter of like aromatic intricacy, yeah. You know, and and like bittering too when it comes to pilsners, but um, pilsner. <laughs> Sorry, it's okay. Um, but you know, like you have like all of these like hazy IPAs, and, and there's only so many different like flavor combinations that you can sort of like derive sure. out sure. of these and hops. With, with everything, really. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and yet, there's a fucking million different IPAs out there. All of them are. Like you know, each each time you take a sip of a different one, it's going to be a little bit different than the last time you mm-hmm. had it. You know. Yep. And the same goes for Pilsner. I'm going to burp because you know we're drinking beer. It's yeah. all right. I mean, we usually oh, shit yeah, our pants yeah, We belt right into the fucking mic. Right, so. yeah, yeah. right on. Um, no, but he, yeah, he's repping the brand. He's going to be a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I, I, you know, I really, I, I think Pilsner is just like refreshing and you know they when they I say crisp a crispy boy a crispy boy i'm yeah. turning from a hazy boy to a crispy boy all right very rapidly sense. like now this is like a really shitty shitty example of a pilsner uh-huh. i believe it's, it's a pilsner i'm gonna be wrong miller high life okay. yeah yeah the I, champagne of beers the champagne of beers it's a pilsner yeah in quotes for yeah. people who are listening um but like i want to be real uh kniff my nephew um who's not seated at the table, uh, and I, well, him before me, but he kind of introduced me to champagne of beers. And on a hot summer day, an ice-cold Miller High Life, honestly, bro, like, you can hate on it all you want, it's pretty fucking refreshing. I gotta say, like, there are macro beers, as they're called, I guess, that I really, really fucking enjoy. Like, the, the, the pinnacle of which I think is Modelo Especial. I know it's not a Pilsner, but... I drink the uh, Negra. Yeah, totally. Negra. With lime every now and again, I come home with a 12-pack, I'm like, yep, I was feeling this shit. It's delicious. And you know what? I was talking to my friend Casey the other day. We were talking about, like, Marzen beers and Oktoberfests. Weird. And uh, I gotta say, like, when when we were building the brewery at Sloop, the two beers that we drank consistently, like, every day were uh, Modelo Especial with lime. And uh, Genesee Oktoberfest. Oh, Genesee Oktoberfest. Genesee Oktoberfest. I have not had that Oktoberfest. fantastic, man. Fucking hilarious. You, you just put the two words together that make Dan <laughs> so happy. So, first of all, I have a weird soft spot for Genesee in general. Yeah, totally. Um, and a lot of it derives from like how my meme feels when she sees me or Kniff or mm-hmm. both at the same time drinking like Jenny Cream Ale. Yeah. Because her father my, memes my mom. Um, I call her meme. Like, I envision Eric Cartman. Meme! Sure. I'm with so, uh, she's like, every time I see you drinking Jenny Cream Ale, it makes me think of my dad. And, 
you know, because they grew up on a fucking farm out in Wittenberg, out past Woodstock and Bairdsville. And it's like, it was farming days back in the 50s and 60s. Like, what'd you drink? You know, you didn't have all these fucking micro brews. It was all domestic. You drank Budweiser, you drank Coors Banquet, you had Schlitz, uh, Paps, and you had fucking Genesee. Yeah. There wasn't much else. Some Miller, you know, but there wasn't much else. So, uh, that kind of warms my cold dead heart a little bit. <laughs> but outside of that, I just fucking love Jenny Cremail. Suck it. Jenny this, Cremail was a huge part of my college education. <laughs> I think for most, as, as with most people. You know, like I gotta say. But like you have the Springbok, uh, if you've ever had that, pretty good. Their Ruby Red Kolsch is super refreshing. I like it. Um, now they have, they got some young guns going in there. They have their little pilot batch. Yeah. Things that it release. I don't know if you've had any. They have a salted caramel porter that is uh, 7.5%. Okay. And it's, dude, it's fucking delicious. It's delicious. And, like, it's Genesee. And you're drinking it, and you have to keep looking at the label like, no. No. And it's really good. And you're like, stop. <laughs> you know, like, you just fucking, you get, you, you're, you're amped because, like, they're one of the old guys that, yeah, they're not, they're not Budweiser. They're not Coors. They're not Miller. You know what I mean? While they're big, they're big, but they're off. The, they're in the grandpa rocking chair on the porch. It's like, yeah, we're still here, motherfuckers. <laughs> you know? And then all of a sudden it's like, bam. And it's like, fuck yeah, Genesee. They did another half collaboration. Yeah. Uh-huh. Speaking yeah. of. Speaking oh. of. Jenny, Jenny Dreamail. Oh, you don't have it, do you? Oh, my God. Is that the can? That's just You just kept the can? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because not only... You may look at it. I'll let you touch it. Oh, <laughs> a sweetheart over here. Um, not only, I mean, we all can sit around and say that cream ale's great. But then th- this collab was like the best fucking cream ale I've ever had in my entire badass. fucking life. It was so good. But it was like true to the nature of the Jenny cream ale as well. Yeah, it really was like a true collab. Like, yeah. It's like you, you get the other half influence. You get the classic Genesee. Yep. And it was so creamy. Man, we were so smooth. Really blown away. Blown away by it. It's Absolutely. like a fucking cream ale like makes us go nuts. Like really? And we never thought we would have seen the day. But <laughs> but uh, yeah, we did an episode a while back. It was like throwback beers. Yeah. And so we, we did the, the Jenny Cream classic. We did like Allagash White. We had um I think that's when we had the Ruby White. Red Kolsch for Yeah, first we had time. the Ruby Red Kolsch. Yeah, I, I had a guy in uh, the Rochester area that I was uh, doing trades with, and he got he got me that. Nice. Uh, he sent me the the Ruby Red Coal. She sent me. Um, there was like two or three other um, uh, Jenny beers in there that weren't uh, super common. I know. I'm trying. But they I can't they think just they they didn't hit They're the like, high marks they, like yeah, these ones did. They're one offs. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, we had some Bush. Yeah, we had, we had Bush. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, Steel Reserve. Did Champ share some Steel Reserve? I think that night. Uh, I don't. I don't think yeah. we had that. Hmm. Uh, anyway, oh, you know what? Sorry, uh, to switch gears. We didn't talk about this first beer. I, told, I was just thinking oh, that too. Well, I was like, I, we I was, completely I was gonna glossed. Say, yeah, because now we're on to our second beer. So how about it. this? Let's let's talk this beer. You still got two more favorite styles, big boy. I do it. Yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah, yeah. So you, you got a, you got a minute to think about All it. All right. So, uh, you brought it. So, if you would do the honors. I will. So, this is uh, Gravity Gumbo from Other Half uh, in collaboration with Parrish. Oh, and Kim, you bought off the ABV. Well, of course I did. You're the best. Aw. Um, Sarah did all the other cans. I only did this Sarah. One. <laughs> yeah. You guys. 
Uh, anyway, it's an imperial stout with coffee, chicory, pecans, chicory. pralines, and vanilla. Oh, wow. Huh? See, something about it, it was delicious, by the way. And I, it was. They're all long gone. We all drank it all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was delicious, but there was a sweetness and almost a savoriness to it that I couldn't put my finger on. Right. I tried it because I didn't read what was in it. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, what the fuck is it? And I had no idea. But now I'm chicory. All right. Right? But it worked. Yeah, I almost thought it was uh, the pralines. Because I, I had this beer last week yeah. at a Shared Equilibrium. And I'm like, man, like, what's this flavor I'm getting? To me, it was almost like toasted marshmallow in a way. Yeah, a little and, bit. And someone's like, oh, no, that, that's probably the pralines you're getting in there. Hmm. But yeah, the chicory. The Joel Osteen And there was one praline. they did a while back called... Um, something futures, and we drank that here, and that had um saffron in it. Interesting, and we enjoyed that one from what I recall. But yeah, every now and again, other half would just throw some random wacky ingredient into their stout that you don't think it belongs whatsoever, then ends up actually working pretty good. Damn, <laughs> damn. Well, I approve. What a surprise. Was Uncle Dan approved. Uncle Dan approves an Imperial Stout. From other <laughs> yeah, half surprise. Big shocker. Yeah, what a fucking surprise. So, second favorite style of beer, big boy. Um, I, man. I think what I have been into... Okay, so, you know, there's this, like, what we're about to drink right now. These, these like, kind of fruity, sour... Very scary looking. Oh, for sure. Shut your mouth, Uncle Dan. The opacity alone. You fucking like it. <laughs> uh, but I really do enjoy these styles. Um, the one thing about them that I'm, I'm sort of getting tired of... Not getting tired of, because it's... I, you I, can say it. I appreciate what it is and, and why it's used, but... Um, I think lactose is getting Fuck yeah! over you. Oh, <laughs> God. Sorry, I'm lactose intolerant. It fucking makes me no, super I, angry. I understand. And I've, I've got um, two of my sisters are vegans. So, and, and they're, you know, huge, hugely supportive of, of like, you know, like what I do in, in, in terms of beer. But um, a lot of the beers that Sloop makes, you know, has lactose in it. So they can't, they can't drink them all. Um, but for me, lactose, uh, especially in, in these things, I, I, I respect what it does in terms of the body, and I respect what it does in terms of like a residual sweetness, um, and and just kind of the you know the the nice interaction that it has with like the lactic acid that is um, making this beer sour. Um, that all being said, I'm done. I'm done with it. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, I still drink them, but I'm a little burnt out on them. Yeah, and they <laughs> just don't agree with me the way they used to. Yeah. It's, I can only do like one in a sitting. Exactly, and then you like you're halfway through it, and you're like, like, oh man, I was like, this is getting heavy. Yeah, no, that's it's a good thing we're sharing. <laughs> yes, people. absolutely. Because I, I remember a husband Valley put out a beer called um, Evening Land, and it was only in Crowler, and it was like a double or triple blackberry. Um, or- Sour IPA, and it was like this is a pretty thick beer. It was like twice as thick as this. Jeez. And I remember getting an eight ounce pour, and I, I couldn't drink the whole thing. It was yeah. just I, brutal. I gotta say, like I am a huge like I love like blackberries and raspberries. Like those are my yeah, favorite yeah. fruits. You know, like, for reals. Like, give me a beer with those in them 
any day of the week. And I love what like what is happening here with this kind of like it it looks like a glass of blood. A red stout. Yeah. 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 You know, it, and it's just you it know it's awesome. It, it it does. Aesthetically it looks great. And I just want to butt in and say, uh, while you guys may be tired of the lactose in the sour beers and IPAs and everything, I tend to prefer them. To I'm with the, I'm with you, Uncle Dan. Yeah. Like um like for example, like this is a sour beer. I, I didn't get a description on it, but it's a, yeah, it's a blackberry peach sour IP double sour IPA. Okay, so okay, I would say okay. I, now I'll taste it again. But like, I I didn't really taste any peach. I taste more of the blackberry. I think it's overpowering. Peach is aromatic as all hell. It's it uh, smells it? like peach rings and like. It... Oh well, I don't like peach. Okay, so I'm really happy I didn't taste a bunch of peach. Yeah. But the thing is, oh, man, it's got that. It's pretty all right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pretty, honestly, it's me, pretty all right. I'm, I wouldn't say a Hudson Valley fanboy, oh, but I've been going there since the early days. I, I go to almost every release, mostly just because it's local, and I know everybody who works there. I know it trades for whatever I pretty much want to get. Um, but I've had almost all their beers they've ever done, and this is like top five, maybe top three for me. Uh-huh. I really love this beer. Nice. It is. I'm, I'm glad they Yummy. redid this one. I, I, this is actually a lot, you know, like a lot less sour than a lot of the beers that I've had from them. Yeah, it is. Which makes me happy. Yeah, and, and it's good. It's good to kind of dial in the, the pH of, you know, what you're making. I will say, though, um, the blackberry with the peach, the yeah. more, more I drink it, the more I taste it, almost kind of tastes like raspberries. I don't know if it's just mm. the red color of it, mm. but. Do you guys remember the like raspberry or just like the berry pops that were like real made out of just like straight raspberry juice? That's mm-hmm. what this reminds me of. Oh, yeah. mm. Are you talking about the ones that had that cool like shape to them, like a, like like an, almost like a pyramid shape? Um, I think they came in that variety, but they also came in like a fudge sickle oh, shape okay. as well, right and they were just like straight up like a fruit, a frozen fruit bar. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, they have like, like the double stick. Uh, you can break them in half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's what this reminds me of. It's no age cap. Here. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have to try to get this. Uh, the answer brew pub in Virginia makes. Uh, they just call it Answer Juice, and I mean they, they make a bunch of varieties, but they're all super heavily fruited sours. But they make one that's it's called Raspberry Popsicle, and it's uh. it's like someone took one of those frozen fruit pops, just melted it, and added some booze. Because awesome. it, nice. it really has real raspberry in it. Like after you pour it in your glass, you have to wash it out because it's got raspberry residue all over oh, it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Reminds me of that Licking Hole Creek. <laughs> that Licking Hole. I don't know if you're familiar with Licking Hole Creek from Goochland, Virginia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, their names and we, where they're from is amazing. We, we, we chuckle every week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But they made an Imperial Blueberry Stout. And it was an amazing. I'm, I'm calling it an amazing beer. It's not the best beer I've ever had, but I fucking love blueberries. If there's like a favorite yeah. berry, a favorite kind of fruit, it's blueberries for me. Um, and this stout, it is, it's made with, it's said literally on the bottle, like made with tons of fresh blueberries or loads tons. or whatever. And it's just like, dude, it, there are blueberry stouts out there. And some of them are good. Some of them are, eh, you don't really taste nothing. Man, this one tasted like an actual, like you picked a blueberry off the bush you pop that fucking mm-hmm. asshole in your mouth, and you fucking chew it up, and you swallow it down with like a, a beer that takes on the flavor of the blueberry, with like a little bit of chocolatey notes. 
And it wasn't too thick and syrupy, too. Yeah, like, it, I it feel had like, a really watery mouthfeel. Yeah, which with the flavor of it, though, it worked. It worked really well. For whatever reason, like I normally like my, th- my, my, th- my stouts thicker and like with more body to them, but Same. I think because of the awesome flavor that this had, that like the thinner mouthfeel actually made it better. Yeah, it was interesting. It was interesting at all. I'm into that. You know, I think uh, I, I had a, a stout um, <clears throat> like what, like two days ago. Um, Legion of Cause? No, it was. <laughs> I think it was from Beer Tree. Ah, oh the uh, the Morning Timber. Yeah, did it, you go? Yes. To, yeah, yes, oh. that's exactly what it was. it was. I know all about that. Coffee, blueberry, and uh, what else was going on in there? What? That sounds weirdly good. It it was. There's something else. It was solid. There. I forget exactly what it was. I want to say mint. No, it wasn't Ooh. Ooh. Blueberry. Oh, yeah. Coffee, blueberry. There was something else. Oh, oh, maple syrup. Maple syrup. Coffee, blueberry, and maple syrup. That sounds awesome. It was delicious. Yeah, it was... And you know what? Like, for me, like, I'm not a stout person, like, really. I, I We make stouts, and I'll, I'll drink them. I think they're tasty for what they are. They're not my first choice. It's okay. Some people have shitty opinions. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, Some people's opinions are wrong. That's okay. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I mean this this was like one of the most like in terms of just like a like a flavor profile and and balancing out adjuncts. This they fucking killed it. It was nice. delicious. I mean, it, from your description, you, you had me sold at blueberry. <laughs> yeah, blueberry. Coffee and blueberry. You didn't even need the maple in there. Big those blueberries, you know. Blueberry. <laughs> They're so good. <laughs> so so uh, a little thing with the cider. Um, weird uh, Uncle Dan arc backstory. Uh, a few weeks ago, I found fox grapes growing on my property. Okay. And we have two and a half acres here. Uh, so, not a ton of land, but more than most, I would imagine. And uh, all kinds of native flora and fauna. And as like a, a bio guy, it's like a nature orgasm. Yeah. You know, it's so awesome. <laughs> so, I found these fox grapes. I'm like, holy shit. I haven't seen fox grapes in years. And like, uh, my meme was here. There's a bunch of people here, some family visiting from out of town. And I'm like, pluck. And I'm like, holy shit. Pop it in my mouth. And fox, have you, have you ever had a fox grape? No. So fox grapes are the cultivars to Concord grapes. Okay. Um, so they taste like, a, depending on ripeness, they taste like a Concord grape, but tartar. Um, Sounds great. Yeah, so it's almost like, a, imagine a blueberry had sex with a Concord grape, and it's just like, that's what a fox grape is. They're just wild grapes. They're also, I believe, uh, the most cold-tolerant grape species on the planet. Uh, they can tolerate up to, I believe, negative 20 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Concords are also one of the more cold-hardy ones. I think they're they're good. Uh, you don't have to worry about things up to negative 5, which is really good. A lot of other grapes, uh, species, the genus Phytus, they don't like... Uh, uh, the genus Phytus. Yeah. Yes, the genus Phytus. So, uh, anyway, I'm getting around to this. Found a fox grapes. I'm like, fuck yeah. I'm like, I'm going to make wine. I'm going to make wine, and I'm going to grow grapes on this fucking property. And I just had this grand epiphany, and I'd already, like, for the past couple of weeks, toying around with, but I didn't just start a farm. Just start growing lots of fucking cool shit, you know? Go to a farmer's market, sell it, eat it, do whatever. <laughs> grow a fucking farm, yeah. right? Why the hell not? Come on. So I got some fox grapes over in the bowl. I got to pick some more, but we're going to harvest the seeds from those. We'll stratify them in the fridge for a couple months. I'm going to start getting them started. I'm probably going to get some grow lamps, stick them into the snake room, because it's always that steady. never gets colder than 70 degrees, even in the dead of winter. Uh, typically, it's around 73, usually. Bam. I got blueberries stratifying in the freezer right now, because mm, 
we need some fucking blueberries. Mm. Shit. Uh-huh. So I got that going on. I'm going to take the Carolina Reapers that are out there. going to start growing more of those. Nice. Uh, I had spoken to young Joshua. Kind Joshua. Probably going to do some sky trellises. Fuck it. Let's grow hops. Yeah. That's exciting. Let's do all kinds of shit. Why not? That's what I'm saying. That's awesome. Yeah. Fuck yeah. It excites me. Gotcha. Like it, it, My nipples are always hard, but it, it makes them hard, you know? <laughs> Harder. So Harder. It's really exciting. I don't know. So when we talk about like fruited beer and stuff, I'm just like, grow the stuff to put yep. in. Grow the adjuncts that you want to use in your beer, you know? Fuck yeah. What, why not? I don't know what hops are going to grow good in a New York environment. I haven't researched it that far yet. But, dude, like... Uh, I know uh, IPAs, and I'm not a huge IPA guy, but I know that IPAs that typically have like mosaic hops, I typically enjoy. Is it because there's mosaic hops in it? I have no idea. But can I grow mosaic hops here? Also, no idea. But if I can, I'm fucking growing <laughs> some mosaic hops. I'll cross it with whatever. I'll grow them for long enough that they become Uncle Dan. Uncle Dan. Line of mosaic hops. Oh, yeah. So it's just like the mad scientist in me is like, having like a child's Christmas daydream temper tantrum, but in a great way. Like it's in a way like I need to quit my job. I need to quit my fucking day job so I can start doing all of this <laughs> full time and be poor as shit and just default on my mortgage. Oh yeah. And you know, it's the absolute dream. Man. I know. <laughs> but, but it'll pay for itself in the end. Exactly. I swear. But uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm pretty excited. And that's why the ciders and wines and everything. Obviously I want to get good at that. At least the ciders. Well, you know, I want to get good at both, actually. But it'd be like, farmer's market. Get a liquor license. Sell the bottles. I'm not, I'm not looking to open an actual, like, huge fucking cidery crazy shit, but I want to get good enough where it's like, people are like, yo, I want that Snow Snake Cider. It's like, motherfucker, I got you. I yeah, got that's you, how, you know, how Sloop started, too. You know, started at farmer's markets. But I mean, Adam I'm, and Justin just oh, selling oh, bottles at the farmer's market, oh, you know? I'm going to flex so hard. <laughs> no, it's awesome. But with that being said... What's your third favorite style of beer? Ooh, my third favorite style of beer. Um, Make it count. God. <laughs> what did I say? Did I? I said so. I said uh, Pilsner. pilsners, and then these kind of like fruit sours, but not lactose sours. Um, okay, so I'm gonna subvert everything here, and I'm not gonna say uh, IPAs. Okay. Because. Um, you know, a little too on the nose. Yeah, it's there. You know, it's just easy yeah. pickings. Um, but what I will say is, I'm a, I, I love uh, barrel aged, like like spontaneous fermentation. Ah. I love that. Like farmhouse ales, farmhouse ales, whatever you got for me, bread IPAs, and then barrel aged. Anything, anything. Speaking of hanging out in a barrel, yeah. Mr. Larch just put out one. No kidding. Yep. Came really? in yesterday. <laughs> How much bread did you put in it? Shut the fuck up, Josh. <laughs> he, he what does Brett Proust have to do with it? <laughs> 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 Fucking Brett. Gotta Brett. get him on the podcast. Brett Proust, where are you? We know, we know you're out there. Shout out to Brett. He, he, he's out there fucking... <laughs> slinging that Harney yeah, and Sons. Yeah, slinging Harney and Sons teas. <laughs> That's what he's doing. I don't know who Brett so, is I'm either. so lost. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. what Harney is and Sun tea. Brett Proust is a, uh, you know, is a beer industry... Legend. He's he's just a almost like a myth at this point. Ah, oh. So he's like the mist. He's, he's similar. He's like the abominable snowman. And okay. Bigfoot. The abominable beer man. Yeah, nice. but he's the sweetest dude. 
one no, of the sweetest he, dudes I've ever met in my entire life. <laughs> easily. He's like... He's like the best. He's dude. the best human. <laughs> um, so, uh, do you know uh, my friend Liz... Uh, yeah, Grames. Yeah, Grames. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah totally. Uh, so yeah, uh, Brett would always come to her parties whenever mm-hmm. she would have shares and stuff. Yeah, shout out to Liz. Liz, have a fucking barbecue or a beer share or something again. I haven't seen her in months. Yeah, hey, Liz, Liz, why don't you come on a podcast? Liz, yeah. invite me. Food. <laughs> I'm sure she would. <laughs> yeah, invite me too, Liz. Yeah, don't. I'm your Josh. fucking uncle. You don't even oh invite God. me. <laughs> No, we're going to get her on the podcast, and she's going to make us the best goddamn food you'll ever have, because she is a culinary expert. Yeah. I'm super down with that. Yep. I'll try to get my uh, my oven fixed before you get here, Liz, because uh, my oven's been out of commission just for like good. two months now. Uh, it could be a probe. It could just be a fucked oven. The range works fine, but the oven right. is fucked. But I got a grill, so whatever. 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 Yeah, yeah Liz, Liz is like the biggest... like. Sloop cheerleader. Oh know. yeah, I see it all all over Facebook. She's bringing that shit everywhere. Yeah, she's I'm the, like, right the right Sloop ambassador. Is. Yeah, <laughs> she's she rules. Yeah, her her and Olive. Olive. Oh god, I miss that dog. Your little puppy. Her I used little to Springer Spaniel. You know, working one of the best parts about working at the barn in Elizaville was getting to pet all the dogs that came through oh, on nice. a daily basis. Yeah. It was so much fun, man. I miss Ooh. that so much. Um, but um, so we derailed a little bit. I don't know if welcome I would. To the welcome to the podcast. That's how it goes. Uh, I, I wouldn't. Uh, I, I'm fully aware that you know stylistically, like saying I like barrel aged beer, like it's a load of bullshit. You can barrel age whatever the fuck, whatever style you want. You know. Um, that being said, um, I find that the the complexity and just sort of the the. Um, there's just like a, a um, I'm I'm losing I'm losing my articulation here. It stands out above like it's most just, other things. It's like... not like sometimes they're not easy to drink. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it I know can be exactly abrasive. Can be like an abrasive uh, flavor. Because you're drinking beer, but sometimes you get that liquor punch. It, yeah, or that vinegar punch. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or, you know things like that, and it's like you know what? Bring it on, like. To me, that is like, and you know, it's not like there, there's something to be said for controlled fermentation, for clean controlled fermentation. Yeah, because it's hard with a barrel. With a barrel, sanitizing barrels. There's a lot of shit going on in there. Yeah. It's wood. You yeah. know, it's like it absorbs a lot things of, over the years. Exactly, yeah. and those things that it absorbs, I think, like have kind of like a like a historical significance to what was going on with that barrel. Yep, one hundred percent. Interesting. Um, and so for me, sort of being able to experience. A, a very visceral uh, uh, like end result of those like historical like things that happened in in these barrels like like all of the crazy like yeasts that are, are existing in there. I think I think that shit's interesting, man. I think that shit is like kind of like why fermentation is so important. And just save the human race. Well, yeah, but like <laughs> as corny as it sounds, like just like as an art form, you know. Hundred percent. Fucking A. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Give this guy a fucking beer. <laughs> get him a fucking poppers. Huh? I know that, get him a poppers. Letter Kenny. I love Letter Kenny. Same. Um, and I understand that, that was that, that took a, a hot second for me to sort of spit out. Right. We got plenty of time. So I'm right. happy for it. Oh, um, so, uh, sorry to interrupt, but I, what, what are some of your favorite uh, breweries that do the... Um, are you like a my, Cantillon guy? Or I like think Cantillon's a, fantastic. My absolute favorite uh, brewery in terms of like spontaneous fermentation is Degard. Uh, out in Tillamook, Tillamook, uh, Oregon. Hell yeah, they make good shit, dude. They their shit is so goddamn fucking delicious, and I have only been there once. 
I've had their beer maybe three or four times uh, in, in my life. Mm-hmm. And I, I can easily say that it is like my absolute favorite Interesting. Uh, wild fermentary. You know, speaking of, first of all, I want to say super dig the thing about the barrel aging. Oh. Yeah. That's, right that's a really wild way to look at it. And fucking right on, dude. Cheers, man. Um, <laughs> you totally cheers. Uh, but going back to the wild fermentation, so something uh, I've been thinking about because I'm going to go probably in like two weeks and get some fresh pressed juice from a local apple orchard, and possibly considering fuck it, let's try a wild yeast fermentation on a cider. Yeah. Um, because you're gonna have the yeast on the apples anyway. Yeah. See what you come out with. I know it's not gonna be high ABV or anything, but. Uh, I've been reading a lot of people's opinions on it, and a lot of people like it. And they, they like the uh, idea of it and the challenge. Graft? You ever heard of Graft? Graft, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They, I mean, they do all sorts of like wild ciders. Mm-hmm. And I was just talking about Graft uh, with my, my boy Eli. Shout out to Eli, my boy and my mechanic. Um, Eli, sexy bitch. He Eli. is sexy. I love you. Um, but yeah, no, we were just talking about Graft, so continue. Sorry. Um, no, I was just gonna say I think Graft is you know in terms of like local uh, local fermentaries you know um, cidery. Yeah, what do, what do you call that? Because like you brew beer, but what you I call it a bit. you ferment? You I know, but you fermenteria. Uh, there's uh, something I saw with uh, wine. It was like a vint vintos vinter. So you vinter wine. Vintner. Vint, vintner. Thank you. Yeah, vintner. But what do you do for cider? Uh, you're a ciderer. Yeah, oh, ciderist. I'm a ciderer. Dude, there is some shit floating around in there. Don't worry, it's just uh, the dead yeasties. Yeah, you got some yeasty boys going on. No, I'm into it. I, I'm not, yeah, I, I'm not, a, I'm been, not afraid of that shit. I've been wanting to bring this for a long time, because this one is, I'm not going to say old, probably like two, three months. But is that the, what's that, the crunchy thing? Yep, chocolate cherry crunchy. Right on. I want to say that I, I really, really want to like this, but... Cherry for me is just kind of like. Uh, I guess we all have a fruit that we don't like here yeah. at the table. I have something to say. I, no one really cares, but uh, I accidentally care. I accidentally saw the ABV on this one, so I'm, oh, I have I to not. bow out of this one. And Kim's not doing um, her job. It's got a. It has a lot of really good flavor to it. I definitely get like kind of like granola at the end. Yeah. Can you give us a rundown of what's in it? A little bit of the chocolate. Uh, but the cherry for me is what kind of kills it. Is cracker or something in here too? Granola. Yeah, it's uh, Imperial Chocolate Cherry Granola Berliner Weiss with toasted coconut, vanilla, maple syrup, uh, cinnamon, almonds, and milk sugar. Jesus. That's a lot going on. You can mm-hmm. pick out quite a lot of those adjuncts though. Definitely. Um, I'm going to say every like cherry beer I've had, I've been like, oh, I'm going into this strong. Not feeling it once I actually drink it. Yeah. This might be the best one I've had so far. This one, <laughs> I'm into it. You know what? It kind of drinks like a like something heavier. I know. It, does. Yeah, it definitely drinks fine. like something heavier for sure. Dude, it's got milk sugar in it. All right. It's also got almonds in it. Almonds. Which I think is really interesting. Because um, other than the fact that it's like kind of, you know, just incorporating another allergen, like another serious allergen yeah, yeah. into your beer, it's almost just like, like what... Like, what are we trying to accomplish here? You know? What is the almond really adding when you have all these other adjuncts that will probably overpower any almond yeah. flavoring? And it, it, it can be like, uh, like, like no, I don't No, I can't, don't do it. <laughs> no, what are you You're going to die. Um, 
you know, I think it's just in terms of uh, like a, a very like direct effect. I feel like lactose is a little bit more, you know, uh, uh, prominent in, in, in finished beer than almond would be. I feel like it does more for a beer than almond would. So yeah, absolutely. It makes more sense in a beer. Um, but and, and in terms of like what's going on like with this like there's like a like granola going on here there's this toasted coconut chocolate and cherry <laughs> oh man look at this guy um, and you know it makes sense in terms of like you know wanting to just kind of like deepen your flavor profile sure for your beer um, but I don't know what, at what point do you go exactly is it necessary exactly it's like what like. Okay, maybe maybe this is too much. <laughs> like 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 sometimes it's just it's like okay, at ease there, dogfish head, like fucking relax. Um, I don't know. I like it though. So a reason I brought this one was because sorry, it's, it's a little bit sorry. removed, but uh, as we've talked about many times, uh, what is one of your guys' favorite beers? It is Weldworks Key Lime Pie Berliner, mm. right? Well, fuck yeah, D- definitely for Joshua, exactly, yeah. Well, you you, di- you dig it too. Oh, oh no, I right. like it. it. It's not one of my favorites, but it's amazing what they did with the flavor. So the first iteration of Crunchy, which is the blueberry, was a Wellworks collab. Oh, all right. So first beer you gave me that um, kind of uh, the graham cracker crust was oh. the the big draw to that beer. Gotcha. So that's kind of something that's flowed over to this series, but I think it's kind of lost some of that. This is the third iteration of quote unquote crunchy beers that they've done. Yeah. The blueberry one, it was fucking super present. Then they did a raspberry one, and a little less so, but it was still solid. But yeah, I definitely don't get nearly as much graham cracker crust in this one as with those beers. I definitely taste. I haven't had those other two beers, unfortunately, but. 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 The, uh, the key lime was like the first time I ever really... I get a like, nutty crust to it. Here's what the adjuncts are. And I was like, cool, that sounds amazing. Drink it. it was like, oh, I get everything in here. Like everything really just stood out to me mm. above a lot of beers that I've ever had where it's like, we have all this fun shit in there. And you're like, oh, it sounds great. And you drink it, you're like, I get one of those five things. I, it was the Blueberry Crunchy was the first one with yes. Bloodworks. Yep. And that, Josh, that was the beer that you gave me when we first met. Um and you were like, you got to try this. This is insane. And I was like, right, sure. Sounds great. So wait, I gave you the blueberry first, right? I believe so. Not the key lime. You gave the key lime recently. Okay. I mean, we met like maybe like what, a year and a half ago? Something like that, yeah. yeah. Um, but that that blueberry crunchy, which I believe had lactose in it, if I'm not mistaken. I, I would imagine so. Yeah. yeah. Um, was... That was one of the first times I had had a, a Berliner, like a fruited Berliner Weiss, that tasted like yogurt. And I, I think a big part of that is is, is lactose. Um, and and th- to me, that was like kind of a game changer. I was like, the fact that we like I can be drinking this right now and be reminded of like getting home from like elementary school <laughs> and having like a fucking yo play. It was the other half <laughs> mm, fruit dreams. The one oh, with, I'm the one with fucking blackberries, cascara, vanilla, yes, lactose. That was that's that. the one. That was the one. That was a straight like, My apologies yo- to everybody out there. Yogurt. My apologies to other half. 
Sam, I'm so sorry. Hey, <laughs> that uh, one. Sorry to interrupt, but you just mentioned uh, things that you would have when you come home from school. Right on. Um, oh, boy. Yes. Would you? Uh, I would be honored. Yeah. So another drop from other half. We've got uh, peanut butter and jelly crunchy. Oh, boy. Jesus. That yeah. sounds come on. fucking amazing. So, so, so this one is much more fresh. I think this one came out last week or two weeks ago. Yeah. And it's other half? Yeah. October, or excuse me, um, is that August also other half? 29th. Was that? Is that also other half? Yeah, correct. Oh no, yep. shit. Yeah, all the beers I brought tonight are other half. Oh, you're you're like you're getting all spruced up for tomorrow. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah, I'm going there tomorrow. No, so. I am I'm pretty excited for tomorrow saucy. for you as well. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been to other half in about a year and a half. Nice. So, yeah, I can't like it's been like two or three years for me. And he's being a very good boy for his uncle and muling a little bit. There you go. Yeah, I, I gotta hook my bros up. You know. <laughs> Did you see what he fucking got me for my goddamn birthday? <laughs> Sorry, you read I'm the excited. beer, Ken. No, That's, I'm excited uh, to see. You got me excited here. Um, so, all right. So, the, uh, this beer, the peanut butter and jelly uh, crunchy. We've got an imperial Berliner and jelly granola Berliner Weiss with strawberries, peanut butter, toasted coconut. Uh, what do we got here? I, I might have accidentally covered up some of the adjuncts in my attempt to uh, hide the ABV. So make sure you don't see that ABV. We got vanilla. We got uh, maple syrup, cinnamon, almonds, and milk sugar. Dude, wow. If my dick was any harder, this table would explode right now. I'm actually really pumped. I wish uh, my sibling from uh, Portland was here because they love Berliner Weisses. And listen, like, Jen, I know you're not listening, but I fucking yeah, love you. Jen. Dude. But your, your West Coast Berliner Weisses don't stand a chance. Against the shit we get on the East Coast. I'm New, sorry. New York is the most spoiled state in terms of beer. And food. Hands down. I, would, I don't know about food. Listen, listen, listen. I love Southern cooking. I love like North Carolina barbecue. And Southern food in general. Fucking orgasmic. But I'll tell you what. They don't got in the South. Good za and good bagels. Mm-hmm. And you know what I fucking love? And good fucking breakfast sandwiches. Bagel bites. And good breakfast sandwiches. Yeah. Bagel bites. They don't know what a bacon egg and cheese is. I know, which is so fucking. It literally weird. says what it is in the name, and they don't know. They're like, "What? Well, we got, we got sweet tea." It's like, "Oh wow, you have a drink that's you, not you alcoholic." You added sugar to tea. Like? Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, we can do that up here too. It's not fucking hard. Nope. Wow. Um, <laughs> Sorry, uh, I love going to the south. Don't don't lynch me. Uh, so uh, yeah, I wanted to share uh, these because I was trying to keep a theme. Plus. Um, I don't know if I've really talked about this on the podcast, but I actively fucking despise peanut butter. We've oh, we've you touched, have we've touched, touched on, on it for sure. That is interesting. Yes, in you, all aspects. Yeah, a, a lot of people Dude. say that. I can stomach it in beer, but actual peanut butter itself—the consistency, the flavor, the texture—just something about it grosses me the fuck out. I like peanuts, but not peanut butter. Like, if you bring it anywhere near me, I will throw up. That's really? so wild. Yeah. Because peanut butter is very, like, unassuming. Very non-offensive It's pretty, it's item, pretty basic. Really. It's yeah. pretty, like, unless nope. you're allergic to it. I, I remember hearing, I'm not allergic, uh, but I remember hearing a stat about, it was like a Snapple cap thing where, like, 
Those weren't even fucking real. I'm sure they weren't. <laughs> yeah, but half they were of them so were real. fucking wrong. But it was like, oh, the average person will eat like ten thousand peanut butter and jelly sandwiches in their life. I'm like, I never had fucking one. All right, first of all, absolutely not ten thousand. Yeah, what? I mean, I'm sure I'm exaggerating, but it was some really high number. Oh, well, still, they, they probably did say ten thousand. Probably. probably. Average person swallows eight spiders a year. By the way, that's not true either. Probably like twenty-seven. No, (laughs) you know how many it really is? Fucking zero. Spiders don't want to go in your fucking mouth. Why? It's humid, wet, and you're breathing. They don't want any part of that. You're gonna go. It's gonna fuck them out. Flutter away, dude. It's like I've been around enough spiders and to know spider behavior, and it's just like, dude, trust me, they don't want to be anywhere near your fucking mouth. You sometimes you get those videos of like hot chicks, and you're like. And open her mouth and a tarantula oh. comes out, and it's like I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm just thinking, like, why you put a tarantula in there? If you know anything about their anatomy, they have book lungs, so they don't breathe like you and I do. They have like little spiracles in their abdomen, underside their abdomen, and it just air comes in and it goes into their book lungs. There, how our lungs are big, and open like that, if you like, all through it. Yeah, they have it where almost like your intestines, they're overlapped like pages of a book. Okay. And just, you get air coming in, and that way the hemolymph can pick up, the hemolymph is like, uh, their blood. And a hemolymph... I'll go dance science. Dan. I was going to yep. say, if there's any oh, doubt that he knows damn. what he's talking about, he just said the word hemolymph. <laughs> <laughs> if book lungs wasn't enough. Um, I said, I definitely said spiracles. That's more for uh, actual insects, not spiders. I don't know what the... the I was respi- going to Respiratory gonna pores. I'll just say respiratory pores. Um... But yeah, so when the oxygen goes in, uh, the hemolymph can pick up. There's more surface area to pick up oxygen. So, uh, so typically, when you see in biological organisms, when you see overlapping like that, it's to create more surface area. Our brain, for example, is a perfect example. Overlapping creates more surface area, means more neurons, more smartness, Ooh. more uh-huh. cerebral cortex, fucking fun. <laughs> Um, so in so short, you, you peanut put, butter is good. And, you, and if you put a spider <laughs> you in your mouth, though, with the book lungs, oh, excessive moisture can cause mold buildup, and they can drown. They can uh. obviously get infections, and they can drown from not being in a ton of water because they can't control it. And it gets in there, and then they can't get the fucking water out. So anyway, it's a bad so. way to go. I don't like peanut butter and chocolate. I think peanut butter and chocolate is fucking disgusting. Oh my. Good, thank you. Because like you put a Reese's uh, in my face and I will bite yeah, you. Slap that out of your hand right now. You yeah. know what? I'm going to half agree with you. I'm not a huge peanut butter and chocolate guy either. They're always my least favorite candy bars. Yeah. Butter, Butterfingers can get fucked. True. You know, True. Straight definitely, up. Definitely. They are the weakest. But you know what's not weak? Fucking paydays. Peanuts, caramel, and chocolate? Fucking great. But if you try to put like a peanut butter... Fleshy sauce in there. Fleshy sauce. I can't. I can't think about it. Like, what, what the hell? Like, a peanut butter nougat. What would you call yeah, it? Oh man, that's, no, fleshy, fleshy sauce. Is perfect, fleshy dude. sauce. Is perfect. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's the uh, episode name. Fleshy sauce. It might have to be. Um, well, because it is kind of fleshy and it's saucy. If you combine them together, it's kind of what it is. Sure. I don't know how much fleshy. It, yeah. You need, but <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I was never. I was never into them either. But like straight up peanut in chocolate, I'm okay. down with that. Yeah. That's all right. Is it a good bar? Yeah, I'm, I'm down with all oh, that yeah. shit. I'm down with all, but like when you get the peanut butter filling, like the nougaty. Yeah. So it's like fake peanut butter. It's not. Yeah, it's like I'm an almond joy guy. It's I a like peanut almond butter joy. cream. Almond joys are good. 
Coconut's good. Peanut's no? good. Chocolate's good. Oh, I know. I'm boy. like a I'm like a Milky Way guy. Fucking Milky Ways are great. Coconut, Coconut Milky Way Midnight. Yeah. yeah! Oh Fuck yeah! Dark, I'm all about that dark chocolate oh, yeah. levels, dude. <laughs> you're you're gonna replay that and you're gonna listen back to this podcast and be like, wow, that's audio drop right there. Isolate that shit. <laughs> I yeah. will. Yep. Mark I, it down. What I time could. is it? I, I started cutting up some uh, segments of the the podcast and I found a couple nice. really good ones. Milky so. Way Midnight. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, but yeah. Yeah, I'm, that's, I'm a that's my go-to. Yeah. Uh, Carmelo, that's another one. I don't think I've ever uh, had a basketball player. It, it's it's just chocolate filled with caramel. Oh well, that's fucking great. Yeah, I don't like caramel. It, that's Ooh. fine. I like hey, I, I hate to... what it does to your teeth. Yeah, yeah, it it does fuck them up. I had braces, so like I'm, most uh, of those like really chewy candies, like I've mm. just kind of been like conditioned to right. You're conditioned to, to not enjoy. Yeah, yeah. I made homemade caramel one time. Oh, it's fucking hard. Totally. <laughs> totally. I uh, So a friend of mine bought me... You remember that like YouTube show, um, Epic Meal Time? Yeah. Yep. So they made a cookbook, mm-hmm. and a friend of mine bought me that for uh, Christmas one year or something, or my birthday maybe. And most of those recipes were like just way too elaborate and expensive to do. But one of them was, <laughs> uh, it was like a, a bark. It was like chocolate, caramel, um, marshmallow, candy bacon, and like fucking two or three other things all like, you know, layered together. And so I'm going through this and I'm like, oh, it seems pretty straightforward. Like it's yeah, going to be a little pricey for me to throw this together. But I was every Christmas I go nuts and I, I, I bake something or I cook something and I give it out to all my, my friends. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this crazy bark. And so, you know, everything's going fine. I, I made the candied bacon. It's so fucking good. I got to make that again. Um, but everything's coming together real good. Then it's, it's time to uh, make the caramel, which is essentially just like sugar and heavy cream. And you, you have to just burn it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sitting there and I have my stove cranked up pretty high. And it's like, oh, it should take five to ten minutes for this to start browning. And I'm like, oh, it's not browning. Nothing's happening. And after like an hour of this, it just, nothing was happening. So I just had to fucking crank it up to the max. And eventually, I got there. And it came out pretty good. But I was like, yeah, this is the last time I'm making fucking homemade caramel. I'm just going to get goddamn Hershey's caramel sauce in the jar. Or just like go to like 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 a bakery. Like a like yeah. a nice baker and be like, hey, can I get like a jar of your caramel? Yeah, yeah. Be like, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. I just realized who you look like. Oh yeah, me. Yep, little, little old me. I know. No, I know. In the darkness, <laughs> I said you look like my boy Adam Quinn. Yeah. Shout out to Adam Quinn. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know Adam. Um. So Adam, are you, Quinn. I'm gonna actually judge you off this, depending on your answer. Sounds but, good. No, I like that. Do you like Lord of the Rings? Yeah, hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, that's, that's my boy. That's my boy. Okay, yeah, you wouldn't good. even believe oh. how much the other one of the other brewers and I, Ryan, uh, we quote Lord of the Rings on a daily basis. Oh, nice. it, okay. Keep yeah. in mind, it's Lord of the Rings fall. You know what we have to do. Oh, it is. Gently kiss each other on the fucking foreheads. Oh, yep. yes. And go on adventures. Yes. Yes. And yep. swear oaths to one another. I, yep, that's right. <laughs> oh, man, we have to start tonight. Oh, shit. So, I'm here for it. So, uh... We made a bring wood and oil reference today. We were talking about, like, sterilizing stuff with ethanol and flame. And my nice. coworker goes, bring wood and oil. <laughs> oh, my God. 
All right, Dennis Saruman. <laughs> uh, oh my God. Why was I going to make this reference? What the hell were we were talking about right before it? What, who does he look like? He looks like Adam, oh. Adam Quinn and also Lord of the Rings somehow. Uh, the captain of the Rohirrim. I always forget the actor's Aomer? name. Aomer? Fucking yeah. uh, Carl Urban? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Carl oh. Urban? Yeah, yeah, you look like Carl, some, like a younger Carl Urban. Man, you are old, okay. Dan. Wow, I'm sorry I don't know the fucking actor's name. But well, a true fan I know. He, I know he's in that new show, The Boys, and I, yes. only, I only know that it's because good. there's a meme, and it's just like, well, well, <laughs> yeah. well, isn't the invisible cunt? Yep. <laughs> and I'm yeah. just like, perfect. I'm, he, I'm only two episodes actor. in. He's a great fucking Oh, he's the yeah. best. Have you seen fucking Dread? The new I one? haven't. I just I liked him in Thor Ragnarok. He was fucking he was great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Didn't he direct something recently too? He's mm, like a. It's, I, it's quite possible. Probably. I don't. He was also in the new the RoboCop remake. Was he? Yeah, he oh, was. Yeah, he was fucking RoboCop. That. Was he RoboCop? No. Yeah. No, he was. He looks sure like a was. RoboCop. I feel I'm, bad. I'm for almost him, positive. I'm. 99% positive he was not. You want to make a bet right now before you look it up? What are we going to bet? Um, I will take your drink you owe from last week. Ah. Oh, my Jesus. Okay. Oh my Jesus. I, I don't know. Ladies so, okay, if I lose this week, you got to take mine then on top of yours. Okay. Dun, Which, I mean, dun, 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 I think talking about RoboCop dun, is a good way for dun, to segue into uh, Friday. Getting fucking wild in here. Oh, yeah. wait. But we have this beer. We, we do. Drink. Hey, Joshua, did you find the answer to your question? I'm working on it. Okay. I'm trying to fucking well, multitask. Well, while he's finding it, I'm going to say this beer tastes like a sack of burnt fucking peanuts. Ah, fuck. The- ha! Yeah. Ha! PB and J crunch. Yeah, I was uh, thinking of. I like I like the last one better. Yeah. Were you? This one, the peanut butter doesn't really do it for me here. Yeah, it, it's, it's too strong. Yeah. It's too strong peanut butter. Fucking son of a bitch. I get I get a hint of strawberry at the end, and that's like it, all those Joel, other adjuncts. Joel Kinnaman. It's like the Ooh. same person. <laughs> who's right? Who's wrong? Shit. Wow. Well, got huh? I'm gonna guess super wrong on everything from now on. Oh boy. <laughs> Just tank it. Going tank season. <laughs> Yep. Enjoy your, your two beverages there, Joshua. Uh, I'm going to rinse it's this okay. glass before I drink this next beer. But you may. Because I don't want to. want that peanut butter all up in this Muay Thai. Yeah. Speaking. No. I, I think I'm going to do the same. Hold on. I'm, I'm going gonna to pass my glass over. To, so I guess to prepare for what I'm about to get into, everyone's going to leave. So it makes sense. You guys can chat amongst yourselves. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, speaking of 80s movies... Um, today is Friday the 13th, and me being yep, a horror fan, I'm very excited. Um, yeah, you were like, all right, guys, you have to do homework. You have to watch the and entire you both, series. And you both were like, no. And I was <laughs> like, yep. doing that. I was, I was like, yeah, I pretty much gathered that. But you know what? Fuck it. It's like if I had this entire week free, I probably would do it. But. Well, it's 11, 12... If you want to be technical, the, counting the remake, 12 movies, Friday, um, Friday the 13th. Oh, come on. I but, mean, I, I've honestly seen most of them, but it's been a long time. But I didn't want to just get into Friday the 13th because I, I don't think that's fair. It kind of just reminded me of, in general, that I just love 80s horror movies. So I kind of made a little list here of... Between 1980, and it goes up to actually 2003, but really between 80 and 89, 
There are a lot of really awesome horror movies. Hellraiser. What year was Hellraiser, Uncle Dan? 80. The original? Yep. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, it's healthy to fucking flash. Woo! Is sorry. it 88? 80. The original is 87. Uh, 88, I, I want to say it's still the second one, but I think the original is 88. I know one. Is that your final answer? The first or the second movie is eighty-eight. Well, we're talking about the first one. Which I one know. was the first one? What year? Remember. Keep in mind, don't, I don't know. Fuck. Don't second guess yourself about Hellraiser. I want to say eighty-eight. <laughs> All right. Well, you're, you're wrong. You were right the first time. Eighty-seven. Eighty-seven. Uh, yeah. Because I'm like, it's not eighty-six, but I'm like, did they do eighty-seven? And they followed up in eighty-eight with Hellraiser two. Correct. Yeah, and I think the reason I said 88 off the bat was because I felt compelled to watch at least the first two Hellraisers mm. because the one episode I wasn't here for, well, I guess not two, but I went back and listened to that one. You guys talked extensively about Hellraiser. So I'm like, okay, maybe I should go As watch tradition. movies. As is tradition. So mm. I felt like watching them, and they were, I think, on demand on my, like, just fucking cables on demand channel. So I watched the first two. And whenever you watch something on demand, it'll give you like a little synopsis and a little info about it. I remember seeing 88. And obviously the second one I watched most recently. So the 88 stuck in my head. Uh-huh. And now that I'm thinking about it, and I didn't really realize it until... Um, so I was telling you about a friend of mine. Uh, shout out to my friend Bob, who's the biggest... Horror aficionado, I know. I think he would rival you, Joshua. Probably. Oh, probably. Well, he watches every single Friday the 13th movie on every single Friday the 13th. Well, I'm, I'm just going to say, I, I have faith in my Joshua. He does know quite a bit. I watched like all the Friday the 13th like a month ago mm. without even thinking about Friday the 13th coming. Okay. Just saying. All right. Um, well, anyway, one night I was over yeah, his place. I'm a fucking nerd. And he was in the middle of his marathon. And we're just shooting the shit, hanging out, drinking. And I'm realizing, like, fuck, these movies came out back to back to back to oh, yeah. fucking back. It's like every year there was a yeah. new Friday the 13th. So, I'll give you the rundown of it. They skipped a couple of years here and there, but 1980, the original Friday the 13th, that was the first one. 1981 was the second part. 82, part three. 83, they skipped a year. Number four was in 84. Number five was in 85. Number six, 86. Then they skipped another year. Number seven was in 88. The fucking year I was born, they were already seven deep. Damn. Which is insane. I wish I could get seven deep. I bet you do. Number, it's called a Belle Number. Oh, oh God, Jesus I Christ. Her. I love her. So, so anyways, Jason Takes Manhattan, one of my childhood favorites, was in 1989. And then Jason Goes to Hell... They took a break in that, between. Honestly, that was my favorite. Was it? Yep. Do you remember it though? Fair. Yeah, I remember bits and pieces. Yeah. Okay. I, that it's the most memorable one for me. So your your favorite Jason movie barely even had Jason in it. Essentially, is what you're telling yeah, me. Yeah, because he he morphed into other people. Kind of. Like, yeah. He was like a him. weird slug I, monster. I, I, yeah. I just love like the, the doctor in it, the black doctor, and it's like it's got his heart on a fucking tray, and he's just like. And the heart's starting to beat, and he's just like, oh, oh, yeah, oh. and he's just like, 
<laughs> and he does like the most dramatic fucking bite into this heart. Yeah. And it's like, and he just absorbs the essence of Jason. One of the grossest scenes. Merkin people. Oh, yeah. So when I remember loving it as a kid. When he got blew up right in the fucking beginning, the beginning with the floodlights. Upon watching it recently, that scene sucks donkey balls. Because he's like making like these weird like noises. He's like getting shot and shit. And he's like, oh, oh. They're like, oh my god, this is fucking awful. Was he really? Yeah, he makes these weird, dumb noises. Um, But there are some cool things about that movie, like the crate from Creep Show, which is one of the best horror movies ever, which I think I have on my list here from 1982. That was like the anthology. um, Stephen King, I think George Romero, I know. Tom Savini did a lot of the special effects for it. I actually have a signed Creepshow poster from Tom Savini. Yeah, I know, because I'm super lame like that. Um, the One of the Barn segments spiders. of that was the thing in the crate. I think it's just called the crate. And it's like this weird ape monster thing that just like ate people. That crate that that thing is in is in the basement of... Um, one of the like the Voorhees house or some shit like that, and the end of Jason goes to hell. Interesting. So that was one of those cool things where I was like, oh, one of those little Easter eggs. Well, I just remember uh, being really young because Jason goes to hell came out in ninety or ninety one. You said ninety three. Ninety three. In ninety three, I was eight, and Tammy, my older sister. At the time, well, she's still my older sister. Um, <laughs> she's not older anymore. You, you uh, laughed her. You yeah, her. we were at a house, and I want to say she was babysitting me, and she might have been like house sitting for somebody. She's seven years older than me, so I was eight or nine. This movie was fresh, and she had it on VHS. I think it might have been a rental. We watched it, and this is probably why it sticks out to me because this was like I grew up with the horror movies all the time. Uh, uh, Tales from the Crypt. You know, nice. uh, Demon face, Knight? Faces of Death. Uh, that one doesn't Tales really from the Crypt, like the show or the movies? The they show. Have, they the have show. two movies. All right. The, the show, show is awesome, but the movies are good too. Yeah, no, the show or that Faces of Death, when you could still rent that shit from Alice in Videoland. <laughs> yeah, Faces of Death. It was in the adult section. You could fucking rent Faces of Death. And there was like fucking, when I was young, there was already like four or five of them. Um, so like, and then, of course, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, so I saw like all these movies. I can barely remember them because I was under the age of ten when I saw most of this shit. But like Tammy would pull me aside, and be like, "You want to see something cool? Like you want to do? You want to smoke weed? Oh, and it's like, oh yeah, like, yeah, I want to smoke weed. I want to be cool. <laughs> you know? I want to be cool. Because I've smoked plenty of weed before. You know, it's my like, sister. She's okay. seven years older than me. You know, so if I'm a seven year old. And she's 14. It's like, oh, she's fucking cool, man, you know? So it's like, fuck, all right. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I want to sit there, watch Freddy Goes to Hell, or Jason Goes to Hell, excuse me. And it was just like, <laughs> I, not nightmare-inducing per se, but definitely gave me yeah. some some thangs. Some thangs for a little while. You know what I mean? The, like jumping into bed from five feet from your bed when oh. there's no light on your room. I, uh, that movie for me, you know, I don't really, I, I still to this day don't watch really a lot of horror movies and I never really did growing up, but the movie that fucked me up, so to speak, was, uh, The Blob. The Blob! Oh, shit! <laughs> oh, shit! Yep. That movie 
ruined me. Which, was, which blob though? Which blob? The, the original, the OG, like, the, like original, original, the OG, like OG, nineteen sixty something. Yeah. Or, okay. The one that was just like terrible quality. Okay. Yeah. Because I know I think they did a remake in like the late eighties, maybe like early nineties. That's the one like I know. That. When it, he would like come up through the sink and like. Remember the one dude's trying to hook up with the chick in the car? And okay. then, like, her face starts sinking in, and he's like, oh, no. And the blob's in the car inside of her already killed her. No, I think that's the one I'm talking about then. I, I, it, was I, in, it was in color. Yes. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I have seen the original one, but the, the one that I saw the first time was the 1983. That fucked me up, too. Dude, that shit, that shit was that is fucked up. gruesome. Yeah. Man. It was awesome. so insanely I gruesome. Re- I remember, like, the one guy in the telephone booth, like, oh, and the blob's, like, going back. He's like... And the blob never got him. The kid in he the... He just, like, watched it go by. <laughs> then you were so scared for him. When they're swimming in the sewers, and that kid gets pulled down into the water... Oh, For, like, dude. a second, and then Pop comes back up, and he's just a skeleton. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> dude, it's yeah. insane. Yeah, do you... You, I've you, honestly, I've honestly never seen the Blob. Oh my I was God, more, I'm more dude. like the the '80s slasher, like dude. Go to vibes, go to yeah, YouTube like and that. look up dude. the Blob kill count. And it, I mean, it is one of the yeah. Because the movie you're talking about, the Blob becomes super massive and starts going through the yeah. street and just like absorbing just cars and shit, fucking killing people dude, left and right. What? How <laughs> instantaneous? I'm a little disappointed, Joshua. I stood up for you when Dan said his friend might know more than you. Now I'm. I might agree with yeah, you. Yeah, but one was made in 1958. We're not talking the about other, that version. The 88 one? We're talking about the 88 one. I just fucking passed over it. That shit was I wild. was busy watching. I think you could go back and, well, visit it for the first time. Someone has some homework to do. Oh, okay. Hey, here's some... fuck tr- up, Adam. I heard it. What? I've never <laughs> seen the goddamn blob. Here's left field Adam coming to weigh in. Christ. You know what? Yeah. Never saw Blob. Have you ever seen Dead Alive? A more important film than The Blob. Directed by Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson, yep. Probably. Don't recall the name. All right, Has well. one of the highest, uh, it was one of the gorest movies ever made. Yeah. Wow. Just Even saying. I've seen that shit. Peter Jackson? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like Lord of the Rings. That was his first three <laughs> movies. Yeah. His yes. first three right movies, on. one was Bad Taste... Which is like an alien action movie. Um, the second one was Meet the Feebles, which was essentially the Muppets on crack. <laughs> and then the third one was Dead Alive, which was a zombie movie. And it where the main character kills a fuckload of zombies with a lawnmower. Yeah, great. in the end. Sick. <laughs> so that movie's fucking amazing. One of my all-time favorites has one of the most ridiculous endings of all. Like mm-hmm. that scene that you're talking about isn't even the end. It gets yeah. crazier than yep. that. <laughs> it does. Yeah, my buddy who I told you is the horror aficionado like made me watch that one. Fuck like, yeah. Probably 15, 20 years ago at this point. I think we were in high school when we watched that shit. Oh, so here's the thing. Here it is. A movie I vaguely remember this is going to sound so random, it's all right. but if you're the aficionado, you might be able to help me out. Okay. I remember this movie, and I almost feel like it was part of a, I don't know if like an anthology, but like... Trilogy of Terror. Maybe. Was it the little Zuni, the Zunai fucking murder doll? No. Okay. Sorry. Um, it was this uh, like couple who were like hanging out on a lake. Oh, 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 hold on. Creep show too. Was it like this like tar shit that it, came yeah, up? Yeah, it looked and... like a fucking pool cover. Yeah, kinda. yeah, yeah. That's creep show too. Okay. Yeah, because I what I vaguely remember from that was um 
this couple who's like running from this like they're like swamp monster thing and they get on like this on a, like, like a yeah it's, it's like a log like flotation yeah. kind of thing yeah, yeah and the guy gets sucked through it yep. and his like ring comes off uh-huh and the girl takes the ring and then at the end the girl like i want to say like somehow gets to shore and she's like i beat you i win blah blah, blah. and then it like washes up on shores and on the shore and grabs her and yeah. sucks her back in yep that's creep show part two man Thank you, Joshua. You're welcome. And I'm shocked that I have a good enough memory to, to remember that. You're shit. like, that there's was... a couple on a lake. I'm like, oh, it's Creep Show Part Two. It's the fucking guitar <laughs> on there. I can yeah, do we, that sometimes. Yeah, we used to. I remember, like my my parents watched that shit, and we called it the pool cover monster. The, that's what it looked cover. like in this in the same movie. You might this might sound familiar too, but there's like a, a woman. She's driving her car, and there's like a like this homeless dude or something like on the side of the road. I think he had a sign and been like, you know, trying to like. But but she hits him, and he gets like kind of stuck to her car, but he's like definitely fucking dead. And then she keeps like seeing him. He keeps being like, "Thanks for the ride, lady." It's something that might stick out to you. That's okay. like one of the more notable. I, well, I remember the quote. Yeah, but that's also but the rest of that's from, not really sticking out to me. Those are the only two segments of that one that I actually remember. Mm-hmm. I remember another movie that my cousin was into and showed me when I was young. All I remember from this movie was um, a guy is driving in his car and he's like on his phone and there's like some giant like slug monster on the phone and he's like, he throws it out the window but the slug monster like attaches itself to his car and climbs back in and then it gets in his in his car and like grabs him by the neck and then it just makes the, the, the guy's like eyes roll back in his head and it like turns him into like some sort of mind controlled zombie kind of thing. Did their did they like did the slugs go into the people in the movie? Did their heads like kind of ex- like explode a little? I don't bit think and... so. All I remember was it lashing onto him and it, and it, your eyes would roll back into your head. That's mm. all that I really remember of that one. I'm trying to think of movies like it was an '80s movie. Yes, it might have been Night of the Creeps. Okay. Um, Night of the Creeps. Do you did you see Night of the Creeps? No, it's just what a name. This is a Fred Decker movie. He did Monster Squad. Remember, like the kids. Yeah, I I just watched Monster Squad literally nice. like two weeks ago, like not on purpose, but it was on, and I I died laughing because it was like a weird uh, Wolfman. It, got it wanted to be the Goonies, but with monsters. Yeah, <laughs> it's really what it was. And Frankenstein. Uh-huh. And it's like you always felt bad when he gets sucked into the fucking portal. At the end, because he was friends with the little girl. I remember being young and watching that and crying. Because I was like, I want Frankenstein to go. He's not a bad guy. You know? <laughs> I, I mean, when we talk about, like, obscure... Eight, well, maybe not obscure. It's obscure to me, I feel like. But, like, The Gate. The Gate? Fucking... That Stephen gave Dorf. me chronic fucking nightmares. That movie. And I loved it. I loved it as a kid. Yeah, the gate. Dude, it how did obscure. I know you were gonna fucking say the gate? Yeah, I was. Just, I was just thinking about it, like with like the the fucking eye and the, the eye in the hand. Yeah, he yeah. Stabs it with a shard of glass, yep. and it's a kid. It's like a fucking ten year old kid having to do this, and the fucking portal opens up at his house, and the fucking giant demon worm thing comes out. Oh, dude, the moths in the jar is like literally the worst part. Remember, they were collecting moths in the jar, vaguely, and they were keeping it at the bedpost, and like. I don't, maybe don't quote me on this, but they were, they would always say like, oh, if the moths do this, like something's nearby. Maybe I'm just like still on Lord of the Rings too hard <laughs> um, with Sting. But like at one point 
the moths all die because they never poked holes in the top of the jar and the moths die. But when like the house is like coming to life because they opened up this like gate to hell, all of a sudden the moths start coming back to life. And when the moths come back to life is when all the really bad shit starts happening. And I would have like literally chronic nightmares as a child where I would see moths. And when they started like flapping really crazy and like going all over the place, it was like, no, no, no. And it's just like, that's when shit went bad. Uh, it was terrible. <laughs> or how about, I don't think it gets enough love. I mean, I'm sure it does, but we certainly haven't. We might have mentioned it uh, once in passing, but fucking Poltergeist. Poltergeist. What a great movie. Have you yeah. seen it? Nope. Toby Hooper. It's in pieces. It's oh. one of those things where it's on TV all the time and you catch it a little bit every now and again, but I never watch it start to finish. Y- you can't watch it on TV. Number one. Mm-hmm. It's not a movie you watch on TV. Number two, um, I think some of the special effects might be dated, but I think it still holds up mm-hmm. today. Hey, before we drink this, sorry to interrupt. Uh, Harrison, you want to tell us what uh, we're, what we just drank? What we already drank? Yeah, uh, sure, yeah. absolutely. Um, the previous one, <laughs> uh, so we did the two crunchies. Yep. Uh, and then right after that, we did went into uh, Muay Thai, which is one of the beers that we make over at Sloop. Uh, Muay Thai is a sour uh, with lemongrass, toasted coconut, and a little bit of lactose in there. Nice. And I will say uh, it wasn't overly sour for me. I drank it pretty easily. Held it back, you know? Yeah. Knew that the lemongrass was going to give it a nice... A nice the lemongrass gave it, it some zest, and it was nice. It was actually pretty refreshing. Mm-hmm. Was this um, this week's drop? No, that was last week's drop. So this okay. week's drop is Jungle Juice, which I also brought. Nice. Um, we'll probably get into that in a in a little bit. A short, we're, we're short while right now. Oh yeah, this looks this looks and diabolical. Kim's, and Kim's doing some porn right now. <laughs> you know what I love about like I gotta say with the episodes where it's like, oh yeah, we're killing off like fifteen different beers right now. Um, is that the ABV game gets really intense? Yeah. So <laughs> you know, just like statistics, you know, you have a larger sample size. So it's like, ooh. What's it gonna be? What's I know what be? this one is already. Um, yeah, you were. So, is this Half Acre? Yeah. Nice. Is this the one with vanilla? Sure. Vanilla? It is because it's the lighter color can. But, um, yeah. so this I know. This is the one Tor said you would have liked. It's I'm, good. I love Half Acre. Half Acre was one of those, one of those craft breweries that I like really, uh, um, kind of returned to like over and over again when I was starting to get into it all. I uh, met a couple of their guys at um, we had yeah. a festival at uh, No Show uh, Lab Fest. Yeah, and uh, I remember meeting those guys. And they seem really cool. They're cool dudes, yeah. And you know what? Like the uh, like Navaja uh, IPA that they do, the Pony Pilsner that they do is all so delicious. The Daisy Cutter, it's like their flagship. Classic, yeah, yeah. classic. And then you know when they came out with Double Daisy Cutter, I was like, well, all right, it's over for me. <laughs> it's, it's nice knowing y'all. <laughs> Mm. The All can right. art on this is, is awesome. Absolutely ridiculous. They I have do amazing, amazing I, work. I see what looks like what could be the flying spaghetti monster <laughs> Ooh, uh, jellyfish or thing. Rockool. We have like a weird Diplodocus uh, sauropod dinosaur. If you're not familiar with what Diplodocus is, think Brontosaurus, but not a fucking Brontosaurus. It's not even real. Um, sitting on some cloud lake tree with oh. another tree. With a two-headed Shiva cat holding a burning cat skull in one hand. The other hand has an open fanged mouth with a big demon tongue coming out. Foot sticking up. 
a flying Quetzalcoatl snake. Quetzalcoatl is oh, flying nice. through. Dude, like I can't. This that was this flawless f- execution on his part with that pronunciation. <laughs> yeah. He like didn't skip a beat. Yeah, right. Like, that's a well, you know me and snakes that's and a snake lore. Come on, I'm gonna man. be all about it. <laughs> the feathered serpent. Hell yeah. Oh my god. Then there's a fucking like Megatron cat sphinx robot destroying a <laughs> castle with laser eye beams, while an old school one engine plane is looking like it's flying into the Shiva cat, and there's a. Dude on a boat with oars on a cloud wave, <laughs> and a little gingerbread man, but he's not made of ginger. Ooh. He's just an elf, I guess. Is That's it what the ginger dead man? Uh, Dan took DMT before this episode. Yeah, uh, and yeah. then it's actually a blank can. <laughs> yeah. And the Shiva cat has four horns and three ears, uh, with a giant halo and a flaming crown. Which is also the sun. And this beer is called Ten Years of Hugs. Love it. Love the name. Love the can art. It is. Yeah, it's it's pretty beers. fucking uh, cool. We were at Beer World today, oh. and what's in it? No, not you. I just oh. yeah. uh, we were at Beer World, and I, I was think really it's just like a coffee vanilla stout. I, I just, just wanted to see just a coffee no, no, vanilla stout. Mike's more uh, sensitive to your voice in this one. Right. I was just really like, talking that one. Oh, it's it's fine. Um. Can we need more female representation? Yeah, Jesus. all I was saying is all of their can art was really Shut up, Kim. What do you know about anything? <laughs> so Get back I, in the kitchen. I had four cans in my hand from this brewery, and Tor was like, Get this one. Just get this one. All the other ones aren't that great. And I was like, All right, Tor, I, I appreciate you. So I'm Shout out to Tor. Just buy this one. Tor. I, told Tor, Tor. Would, I also said, Tor, I'm going to shout you out on the podcast tonight. Um, so actually, listen. So. What's up, Tor? Wow. What's up, Tor? And we I just want. What's up, Tor? Cheers to you, my friend. Hey, Tor. Love you, Tor. We all uh, we all love you, and wish we you do. were here. But... Uncle Dan loves you most, though. Remember that. Yeah. cutie. So, could you uh, give us a rundown of like any sort of like descriptive thing? And that's yeah. I was getting right to that. Right on. Uh, it's an imperial stout brewed with coffee and vanilla. Beautiful. Straight up. Simple. Come on. Simple. Yeah. Rustic. Yeah. Yes, Put chef. Yes. Beautifully, beautifully seasoned. We chef. Finally, some fucking good food. Perfectly seasoned. <laughs> Are you a meme guy? Do you like memes? I know what you're talking. I know that Gordon Ramsay meme. Yes, I fucking love. Well, first, I love. Find me a person who hates memes. Find me one. There are people that I don't think they hate them, but they're just like I don't get it. And it's like, well, those aren't the kind of people you need. First day on the internet. I'm I'm like a very pick and choosy about which memes I share. You love doggos. Of course, of course. But I also don't share. All the Duggo memes I come across, right. only the good ones. Only the good ones. Well, of course. Um, you gotta have Yeah, I control. feel when I come across a certain meme that reminds me of a person, I won't put it out to the world. I'll send it to that individual because I, I feel like there's such a thing as meme overload. And I don't think it just makes the good memes not as special. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so, yeah, I only choose to share. The best ones with the public. I like yeah, and, and, I do the same and Dan thing. turned me on to the the wild green memes for ecological oh my themes. God, I yep. fucking love that. that's a great one. So good. I, I'm also in another group called Entomemeology. Yes, which is yes. all insect related memes. I'm just what kidding. Joshua? I'm just kidding. We no. got away from it. We're not coming back. No, you you brought it up. Uh, when we're we're able to, we can segue back uh, in. I was gonna ask. I was gonna ask this fine, handsome young gentleman. Even though you don't really watch horror movies do, like, do you have ones or types that you actually do enjoy uh, specifically horror movies yeah 
Uh, yeah, I mean, like, as uh, 100% cliche uh, as it is to say, I'm a huge fan of The Shining. Ooh. I think classic. That, I think Are you excited it's, for the sequel? Uh, Doctor I, Sleep? I am, I think. It's, I think so. I, you know, the, the whole thing with, like, um, like revamping, uh, like, uh, nostalgic movies and TV shows and things like that. Um, it, it's gotten to the point where, um, get like like being annoyed by this like like this this nostalgia uh, craze has become a cliche in, in and of itself. I yeah, gotcha. you know it's like oh, oh they're gonna remake another thing. Like, but what are they gonna remake next? It's like they're gonna remake whatever's gonna make money next. Yeah, and it just so happens that it's The Shining's turn. You know? I don't like bourbon barrel aged beer because everybody's <laughs> doing it right now. Yeah, it's like hazy IPAs. Just yeah. con- it's no, contrarian attitude in general. <laughs> exactly, and um, you know it's like all right, then don't see it. Like <laughs> that Offspring song, it's cool you- to hate. <laughs> Do you like other Stephen King movies or uh, movies? Yeah. Uh, Misery. I love Misery. Okay. I think that I'm, but Kathy Bates is fucking incredible in literally everything she does. Um, are they still, uh, um, uh, Cujo? So you're a big Stephen King fan. Though. I'm not like a big Stephen King fan. These are just like the things that I, like of the horror movies that I've seen, these are the ones. Gotcha. Um, Needful Things? I've not seen that. That's I a really good Pet one. Cemetery? I've not seen Pet Cemetery. The, uh, the original one. I've seen It. You know, I saw I saw the original It. I didn't see the new It. I just watched the new It. Oh. In fact, we purchased it right on to watch it. There you go. I, I watched. I saw Chapter Two this past week. Okay. Not. I didn't think it was as good as Chapter One, but still good. Yeah. I like the way I it agree. ended better than the original movie, which I thought was dog shit. Honestly. Well, hmm. yeah. But definitely. Yeah, they did a better job ending. The new one than they did with the old one. Uh, yeah, don't no spoilers though, because I want to see the second one now. Um, the other uh, horror movie that kind of like had a profound effect on me, kind of like The Blob did, was The Birds. Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. The tweeters, Damn. huh? Yeah. Nice. And my, you know, my mom is like a like a like a huge like film buff. She's like super artsy fartsy. You know. No, that's cool. These are all like really really awesome horror movies that were very very well done. Very, very well written and done by like really good directors. So, like, of the horror movies that you do like, if you're not really a big fan, like those are really good ones to like. So feel good about that. I can I can appreciate that because there are a lot of really really shitty horror movies. I love a lot of them. Yeah, but they're fucking awful. They're not good movies. They're so bad, but they're just like it's just fun. Yeah. So there was a scene in in the birds where some guy was getting like his eyeball pecked out, <laughs> and that scene made me physically ill as a child. And I was like, "Wow, that's never happened before!" I mean, <laughs> like, yeah, just in, a visceral response to something that I'm looking at alone. Like, it's crazy. In the realm of possibility of terrifying shit that could happen, like that's not too far off of like you know. Some crazy supernatural, like Jason Voorhees character coming back from the dead year after year to slay drug doing, alcohol drinking, sex having teenagers. Yeah. Like, God, but yeah, I just want to say, <laughs> yeah, good thing we're not teenagers. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say, Whoa, baby, <laughs> a sixty-seven-year-old woman just got killed by her chickens. What? They just yep. they swarmed her. 
tiny velociraptors. They were hungry, and she went in, and they were pecking at her legs. The woman had varicose veins. Oh. One of the chickens managed to pop one of the veins, and she literally bled to death. Wow. Damn. It's a new horror movie Bummer coming out in a couple of years. Score one for the Bagox. The chicks. The chicks. Not the birds. The chicks. Nice. I like it. <laughs> the, there's fucking some pretty terrible bird horror movies like Thanks Killing. Oh my god. So good though. Thanks I was about to kill- say. Uh, Birdnado. Birdnado? <laughs> oh my god. That's a thing, right? I think, dude, I think oh. they did Clown. <laughs> Not I think, yet. I think they did Clownado. Which was like a tornado of like killer clowns. Well, there was definitely it. Sharknado. Wasn't there right. Birdemic? Birdemic. That's ah. what I'm. Birdnado would be good too. Bitch, that's a sci fi. They'll pick it up, I'm sure. Yeah. Dude, I could make at least $2,000 off of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's yeah. a third of their budget, so I don't know about that. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, as to your point, Dan, uh, I would say, was it humans like 100 billion, but Gox won as far as. Uh, the score goes. Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and no, 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 because we're going to say humans. You got cassowaries, which fuck people up. They kill a couple people a year. I'm talking strictly chickens. Magpies. Yeah. I don't think they kill people. <laughs> yeah, but they're mean. They could, though. <laughs> they, they can be. They're, they're, they're territorial. More okay, cassowaries, uh, emus, maybe? Um, Emus and ostriches have the ability to, to disembowel you like a cassowary. Yeah, but they're they're nowhere near as aggressive. Okay, as a cassowary. I just know they got that that big big fucking front toe. Yep, uh, it's the innermost toe on each foot. What about them eagles? There were there was like some Think eagles that existed. Yeah, same thing. It's in all uh, or all or almost all bird species, at least in predatory ones. I can't I can't say so much for like a cassowary. Well, no, I can because that's what it is. Or for emus and ostriches. But uh, in all birds of prey, the innermost talon is still the larger talon. Similar to all dromosaurids. Definitely. That's what I was thinking. Dinosaur times. They all had the inner toe was the big slashing toe. And in all birds of prey, the inner toe is still the big slashing toe. Hmm. It's enlarged. And the other two raptors, you didn't even know were there. Clever. (laughs) Clever girl. Yeah, pretty much Jurassic Park, Lord of the Rings, slam dunk for me. Shooter! Weren't there a bunch of big fucking eagles that existed like not too long ago that oh, used to murder people? Um, no, I, I'm not. I'm not familiar with eagles that used to murder people, but we had terror birds. Terror. That sounds so, awesome. Yeah, yeah. they were they just, were just dinosaurs after dinosaurs. They were flightless birds that lived in the Cenozoic, which we're still in the Cenozoic. Um, and in the little periods, I, I can't recall which ones, but I think they might have existed up to uh, about a million years ago or so. So they were around when like, humans were evolving. Um, but imagine a tweeter that couldn't fly with tiny little, like, no arms, no legs, or <laughs> no arms, <laughs> no wings, um, but had a skull... That was like this big, with a razor sharp beak, ran probably 30, 40 plus miles an hour, and fucking had giant claws and just ripped you to fucking. They were the apex predator wherever they were throughout like South and North America. Uh, I think the movie 10,000 BC, as shitty of a movie as it was, actually featured terror birds in it. Now, are you I, saying terror? Like, like terror, terror, like terror, like, terror, like, terror, like scary? 
Scary. Okay, I think yeah. not, not terror like Earth. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm living in I terror cool. of these birds. <laughs> yeah. No, so you can you can, you can look at them. Uh, yeah, terror birds. Thank you. They're. Uh, I'm gonna Thank be you. Jamie for a moment. Jamie. Jamie from uh, Jamie Joe Rogan Experience. Young young Jamie. Young Jamie, kind of Jamie. And Still I will show you. Those. Yeah, I, I think I know exactly what we were talking about. And I remember the movie 10,000 BC. Was that Michael Sarah and fucking... No, that's no. One. That, that's oh, just... Whatever. It's, it's, year it's one. the same fucking movie. Yeah, yeah year one, thank you. Um, no, 10,000 BC was, a, I want to say, a Roland Emmerich movie. Um, I just remember it's like a caveman-esque kind of culture. Uh, I remember them hunting uh, uh, woolly mammoths in the beginning of the film. Boys. Uh, yes, that's exactly what I was imagining. Yeah. Oh, Terror okay. bird. Okay. Uh, but like, how how tall were those? Like eight feet tall or something like that. Uh, okay. Twenty seven hundred feet tall, for sure. Yep. Um, yeah, I definitely remember ten thousand BC mostly because the chicken that movie was super gorgeous. I do kind of remember that. Yes, she had like the most insane oh, eyes ever. Here we go. Here's the uh, larger. Okay, so I was. That's what I was. Yeah, no, there, there are larger, yeah. there are larger species that they, they yeah. found. Here, yeah. I'll, I'll show you a skull. There's a, a particular picture of a skull. I know it's super interesting for anybody who's listening. Here we for go. all three and a half of you, adult human hands holding the skull to give you an idea Holy of the size. Shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's. Yeah, I'll take a hard pass on that. One. Yeah, that's danger. Yeah. yeah. That's danger, Will. Danger Robinson. bird. Yeah, so, it's uh, pretty awesome. What is this uh, beverage we're about to consume? Uh, next Ty one. Harrison. Uh, another beer that I brought. Uh, this is this week's release from Sloop. This is Jungle Juice. Uh, it's an Imperial Berliner Weiss. Imperial. Yeah, a little, little bit, a little bit boozier than some of our other mm, sours. What a hint! What a hint! Uh, and this one's got uh, uh, some pomegranate, some guava. Uh, in the uh, and some uh, um, Sauvignon Blanc uh, grape must in the fermenter, Ooh. and then it's aged on some clementine zest. Sauvignon Blanc yeah. must. Yeah, I remember your uh, your guys' promo for this one. It was kind of invoking like sorority parties. And yeah, shit. exactly. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah. I remember Jungle Juice. <laughs> there was oh, a, there was a debate as to whether like what Jungle Juice was was made in at Sloop, and in you know. In my uh, my college experience, which, for the record, was more recent than the other uh, other folks at, at, at Sloop, um, it was always a, a game. So you're just calling them old. That's exactly what I'm saying. Oh, nice. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, they they have to know. Yep. You let them know. <laughs> no, they uh, can take it. So, uh, you know, in my experience, it was always made in a in like one of those like five gallon Gatorade uh, coolers. Yeah. Because the only okay. people at Bard that would ever drink Jungle Juice were. The student athletes, because the student athletes were the only people that <laughs> threw those kinds of parties. Right. So, and, and they were always the people that stole the Gatorade coolers from the athletic department. Instant classic. Nice. Well, it's how you, it's how it works. It's, it's totally just a classic, being economical. Classic. <laughs> so, my experience, I think we might have talked about this on a very early episode for Jungle Juice. So, I went to college at uh, SUNY Oneonta, mm-hmm. and I remember. Okay, so my first two years, I actually did at Dutch Community College. Then I transferred to Oneonta. So I didn't get the whole like fresh into college as a you know freshman experience. So all my friends were already like seasoned veterans of, of all these parties. So now I'm a junior going to like my you know first real college parties. Yeah. You know, everyone else already they already know the deal. 
So I remember going to this one with uh, my buddies. This is like the first week we're back to school of our, our junior year. And these girls are, you know, mixing fucking Kool-Aid and vodka and just whatever. But you're dumping it into one of those big, giant uh, plastic tubs like, like Dan has in his reptile room. Yeah. You know, fucking like 30-gallon tubs or whatever the mm-hmm. hell they are. And so they have it next to their fridge. And this girl is like rummaging through the fridge. She's like, you know, kind of like uh, hunched over. She's rummaging through the fridge. She's opening bottles of vodka and rum or whatever. And she, so she's opening them and dumping them into the vat, vat at the same time that she's like still kind of rifling through looking for more bottles. So here I am thinking, I was like, oh, I'm smart. She's, she's got the bottle and she's dumping it and not paying attention. So I, I take my cup and I stick it under her bottle. Oh, my God. So it dumps it right into my cup. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm smart, right? You know, getting a boozy drink. I go to fucking take a swig of it, and I realize it's cheap plastic jug shit Barton's vodka. Yeah. And I almost threw up right away. It oh, was yeah. disgusting. I was like, wow, I'm so stupid. Here I am thinking I'm so smart. It my was, ugh, my so favorite thing about... Uh, you know, this whole like jungle juice thing and not like, obviously we didn't throw vodka in the, in the, in the beer when we made it at Sloop. But, um, the fact that the, the units of measurement when it comes to making jungle juice are, are entire bottles. Like it's like, you know, one bottle of Hawaiian punch, like one bottle of like, let's, I don't know, like Fleischmann's vodka. Exactly. Exactly. London dry or some bullshit. You you (laughs) just gave me a fantastic idea. What's that? I remember years ago, sorry to derail this. No, no, it's okay. No, I was was done. I I remember years ago, um, a friend of mine's parents went to some place to eat down South and they're, um, you know, they had like the paper, like disposable placemats for, uh, you know, just when you would eat. And they would just, you know, it's like the ones you would get at any like restaurant. They just like print shit on. Yeah. It's the kind of thing you would like kids would draw on the back with the crayons yeah, or whatever. Like at a diner. Totally. Yeah. But it was at like a, I don't want to say a fancy restaurant, but like a little, little bit more upscale. But this particular restaurant had a recipe for, um, it was Chatham Artillery Wine. Or Chatham Archery Punch. Okay. And me reading reading the recipe, you would have to make it in a kiddie pool. <laughs> That's how much shit goes into this goddamn wine. Because it's meant to uh, serve an army, essentially. Yeah. Like It's like a Civil War era drink. Oh, my God. And I, before the, this episode is over with, I will find the recipe and I will repeat it because... I remember it calling for a case of champagne, I think. A case? Yeah. <laughs> what? Is it, is it either a case? The fuck. It's a powerful thing, huh? It was a case of it was a champagne or wine. I can't remember. But then it calls for like a five pound bag of sugar. Um, like, five pound bag and like of shit. Eight or ten different liquors, just entire bottles just dumped in. It's like, oh yeah, you would have to... Uh, Put this all in a kiddie pool and stir it with an oar. Like, that's how insane this recipe was. And we always talked about making it, and we never did. But I think one time we should scale that recipe down and fucking drink that shit on this podcast. Make it in that trash can. Yeah, Yeah, we totally could. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Maybe not. I mean, I got, like, fermenter 
<laughs> like things yeah. you can no, that in. trash can. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta get all the I, fucking I, you know, the, the I, I shit. Know. You know what? Who's the brewer here? Yeah, <laughs> I, guess was. I mean he's he's got you on that one. He just he just slapped me down in my own fucking house. He sure did. He's like, how how many beers have you brewed, noob? <laughs> None. None. I got a cider in the basement. I, I got a I got a cider that's probably fucking ruined in the oh, basement. No, that cider's that cider's fine. Give me a break. I know. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna oh, fucking. Bust I'm excited balls. to try that thing though. It smelled pretty good. I am excited too. I I definitely want to. I'm excited to add the vanilla bean yeah. and the uh, coconut, or coconut, the cinnamon and nutmeg to it as well. Yes. All right. I found it. <gasps> yes. Oh, yes. Oh. The moment I've been waiting for this oh, entire oh, night. Okay. Before we do this, I found the recipe for the Chatham Artillery Punch. Right on. It's one and a half gallons Catawba wine. Oh, Who's a what? Catawba. C-A-T-A-W-B-A. Okay. I don't know what the fuck that is, but fine. Um... Half gallon rum, one quart gin, one quart brandy, Ugh. half pint, half gallon. Half gallon. Yeah. I want you to think that's two yeah. liters. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, half pint Benedictine, two quarts maraschino cherries, one and a half quarts rye whiskey, one and a half gallon strong tea, two and a half pounds of brown sugar, one and a half quarts orange juice, one and a half quarts lemon juice. Mix from 36 to 48 hours before serving. Add one case of champagne when ready to serve. Well, that's probably get it bubbly, get it carbonated wow. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Wow! So yeah, that's the Chatham Artillery punch. serves one hundred. That's like the forget me shot from The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking! Uh, my buddy at a party we used to go to. Well, it still happens, but he, he doesn't really go to him anymore. He used to make something called Medusa's period. <laughs> Jesus! And and it oh was my god. It was it was pretty much fruit juice and Everclear. Ugh. And let me t- no, it actually tasted pretty good on ice. And uh, let me tell you what, whoo, couple, couple. Uh, I got, I got couple a couple sips of got that. Got a good tolerance, and I had a couple <laughs> uh, red solo cups full, and I was like, wow. "Well, somebody's buzzing pretty good." Good lord, I've taken shots of Everclear before. Have you ever done that? Nope. So uh, Mike Kniff and I, somewhere I, around done here, green alcohol is that close enough? It's the same thing. Yeah, it's okay. it's green alcohol. Yeah, you ever do a shot of green alcohol? You understand? Well, I've drank uh, drank a hundred percent pure ethyl alcohol before, and you want to know a little? How are little, you alive? Little, <laughs> I have. You ever watch Rick and Morty? Yeah, I'm Rick. Okay, just not old yet. <laughs> okay, good for yeah. you, Morty. It's a powerful position. You, you to haven't be invented in. the portal gun yet. <laughs> I know. I'm yet. getting there. Kim's got to blow up in a car explosion and a completely fabricated thing in my mind. <laughs> my mind being melted, and we're really just in the Shonies. But, um. Cheers, bud. What the hell was I even saying? What was I talking about? You were talking about... Um... Before Rick and Morty. The fuck. fuck was I saying? Something about uh, uh, um, some insane drinks that we've had in our oh, lifetimes. Medusa's, no, no. After Medusa's period. Everclear? After ever... Oh, oh, oh yeah, ethyl yeah, yeah. alcohol. 100%. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. So why do I have 100% ethyl alcohol? Well, it's for sterilizing things. <laughs> or preserving things. Okay. But curiosity sometimes kills the cat. Had to try it. So to give everybody fair warning, if you ever get your hands on 100% ethyl alcohol, while it is 100% ethyl alcohol, in order to become so saturated to the point where it can be 100% ethyl alcohol, you have to use about 5% benzene. 
benzene is a carcinogen. Yeah. I probably have cancer all over my body now. No, not. <laughs> I mean, I took I took like the equivalent of like two bar shots. So actually, like two ounces. I took two shots of it. But uh, of the three people who took the swigs of it with me. I'm the one that didn't puke. I'm just gonna throw it out there. They're gonna say you're the one who survived. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. Kniff, Kniff did it. Well, I'm not surprised. Kniff and our boy Ian Flanagan. Fucking Ian. Yep. That was a. Or no. Hold on. Maybe Kniff didn't do it. No, it, Kniff didn't do it. I completely apologize. Well, it was me, then. Ian Flanagan, and Keith Smith. Oh, I remember Keith. Yep. 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 Back when they both still drank because this is fucking. Six years ago or so. All right, so it's time for Joshua's Oat Cream Dream. <laughs> so, oh, man. Josh has been writing me little little notes uh, on his notepad yeah. uh, for this entire episode and just kind of been, like, sliding them to me, like, little questions. <laughs> like, one of them was, I, I don't remember, but this last one, we're, we're drinking his, his homebrew right now. He yep. slides a question to me. It says... Poison. <laughs> so that is hysterical. Joshua, man. why don't you explain nope. this beer nope. to us and this... explain why I call why I call nah. it Joshua's oat cream dream? Did you did you cream into the oats? Is that uh, why it's called creamed that? all up in it? Is this a uh, contain ejaculate? Well, it doesn't smell smell like anything. It's the mine. Good kind of smells is, like shit. The good news is it doesn't have as many. Uh, off flavors as I was expecting it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Towards the bright side. No, actually, like it's actually fairly clean. You know, I'm gonna. I'm. I've had worse beers. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. The, I've had worse like production beers. Yeah. Like, let me that, just say that. Yeah, I've had worse shelf turds <laughs> for sure. This okay. isn't a drain pour. Okay. I don't know if that's a a, a positive. Really, I wouldn't dump it. But I'd be a little upset if I paid twenty bucks for a four pack of it. Yeah. Uh, Can you tell us about it? Like, what's it? What's it hopped with? Like, what's going on here? Yeah, Josh. Well, w- way too much flaked oats and way too much flaked wheat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think all in all, it's like I want to say eight pounds of both of those, and then only like six pounds of uh, like base grain of base base malt, which in hindsight was completely stupid and then it's hopped with huel melon and mandarino bavario and i gotta say with like as much flaked oats that are in it like it's kind of thin i don't think it's that thin there's not a lot of mouthfeel it's not carbonated you know you really need your carbonation to sort of like get a real sense for mouthfeel because i mean it's 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 there's there's so much more volume of like matter going on when you like i'm not even joking like you know, you consider you have like two and a half uh, volumes of CO2 in this can. Like you have one volume of liquid, you have two and a half volumes of CO2. Okay. So it's just like you're adding a lot, a lot of, of gas and a lot. And that's altering how, how you experience it. So, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely not telling you you're wrong because I don't think you are. But for me, like I have, I prefer like... Again, a stack less carbonation yeah. with less carbonation to no carbonation or nitrogenated. You're a nitro boy. Mm-hmm. I am, a, dude. I'm a total nitro fan boy. Totally. Um, only because 
I like that smooth, velvety feel yeah. to it. Small. Um, so actually, no, I take back no carbonation. Well, no, I don't take it back, actually. I'm just kidding. Small bubbles, though. Well, nitrogen's a lighter gas than CO2. Yeah. So just it, it's going to be a smoother feel. It's a lighter gas. Is it? Yeah. It's more more silky, more, more velvety, if you will. Here, let me we'll pull up a... I don't know that it table. is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. Because nitrogen sinks when you pour a nitro beer, and CO2 floats. CO2 goes to the top. Interesting. And nitrogen, when you even think about it, CO2, you have three... Uh, um, uh, you have one carbon and two oxygens, whereas in, in nitrogen you have only two nitrogens. Yeah, well, and that, the, and the mass of nitrogen is is greater than that of carbon for sure. But. Yeah, but oxygen is huge and extremely electronegative. Yeah, because of its hugeness. <laughs> um, I'm I'm looking it up now. I love geeking out about this kind of shit. Yeah, I'm just carbon dioxide is denser than nitrogen and oxygen. Right on. So yeah, right on. Nitrogen is a lighter, lighter gas. So interesting, oh. and it appears to well, two oxygen. Oxy- oxygen is uh, well. First, oxygen is noble. No, it's no, not. it's not. I'm You're sorry, noble, no, fucker. Jesus Christ, it's been a long time. Yeah, since no, chemistry. me too. I took chemistry last time in in high school, man. Like, oh shit. Yeah, <laughs> I can't even say that. Yeah, fucking last chem class I took was biochem in fucking 2014. So. uh yeah, oxygen is extremely large, extremely electronegative. Um, it loves having its four pairs of valence electrons. Mm-hmm. Um, God, I'm, like I'm trying to think about it. I'm like all this fucking weird shit I've never thought about. It's like rushing back into my head. Like, hey, remember this? Remember organic chemistry? And it's like I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to. <laughs> um, worst. But yeah, oxygen is just a huge, huge fucking molecule. Uh, and I'm, I'm fairly sure because. Oxygen. Oxygen sucks your dick sometimes, but not all the time. You'd be like science lessons with Uncle Dan. Yeah, Uncle Dan's got a thing. Yeah, so oxygen, you can do O2. Out of curiosity, if you were to rate the diagrams right now, if you were to rate this as a first try, it's been so long. What would you you say? On what scale? I don't know. Like uh, just say in the like in the right direction, but it obviously needs massive improvements. And I mean, for first try from one to ten, it's a and and this is the scale here is the first try scale. It's not yeah. the brewing scale. Okay, it's the first try scale. This is easily a seven, if not an eight. I was thinking seven too. Yeah. Huh. Wow, we were all thinking seven. Yeah. Was it? So was it better than you expected it to be after what we've all talked about? And this is honestly exactly what I expected. It's what you expected, quality okay. wise, not okay. necessarily taste wise, but it, it was what I expected. So I'm like, you know what? I don't think it's going to be bad. It's not going to be a drain point, and we're not going to die. Yeah. Um. I think you're it, getting. I think it was it was what I expected to be honest with you. Yeah. I think you get From, a, from a what you've explained, from oh. what you've explained to me, get a participation what I trophy. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Are we guessing on the ABV on this? Sure. Go for it. I guess. Why not? I assume you know. I do. Okay. I do know what it is. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm not like 
this is disgusting, but I'm also not pleased with it. I don't, I don't think I would ever be pleased. I think you could dry hop it like three times as much as you did. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I think I did about, let's see, one, two, three. It's like four ounces total dry hop. How many days out? Six days, and then and then another four or five days after that. Sick. It was like about an, uh, two ounces each time. Double it. Double it? Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just fucking around. Double um, that shit. <laughs> yeah, this isn't like offensive or off-putting in any way. I mean, it's just, it's light. Yeah. The thing that's impressive about it is that it's not a fucking like diastole bomb. It's not like a butter bomb. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like there there's a little bit of that going on, but like not nearly as bad as the first time I made beer, dude. The first time I made beer was like drinking straight butterscotch extract. Oh boy. It was rough. Um <laughs> like when I first before I like dry hopped it, it smelled and tasted like a fucking pilsner. Which I don't know, is that weird or is that kind of like on par for what I what I sent you? I mean, you're not really going to have those adjuncts ever in a Pilsner. Like, no Pilsner ever is going to have wheat or oats yeah. in it. So um, was it weird that it kind of tasted and smelled like a Pilsner then? I think you're just smelling yeast, man. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. You know, like, you used Golden Promise in this. You're never going to use Golden Promise in a Pilsner. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh-oh. I think it's a, a solid first effort for young Joshua. Absolutely. Well, we're going to run it back. Um, we're going to try again. Which, getting, ooh, we got there. Is it a little, uh, little parking meter Special. <laughs> special c- coin. Um, uh, we're, we're, uh, we're getting towards the end, so. I know we are. You don't get to fucking remind me, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah. yeah so the keeper, are you the keeper of time? I am. I am Uncle Dan. You are Uncle Dan. Do not Dan. doubt me. I don't doubt you, but I have a little special treat for all of us. Oh boy, who we? This is we Rick, the brand new Dogfish Head Raisin Dextra. Raisin. Oh. So this is brewed with an obscene amount of malt, brown sugar, and raisins. Now, gross. <laughs> uh, not really. So years ago, I I used to when I started getting into like craft beer, yeah. uh, Raisin Detra was um, a six pack I would pick up kind of on a reg. It was darker. It had this like weird dark fruitiness that you would kind of get in like a uh, double box a lot of time. I'm a big spot and optimator fan. So that same kind of fruitiness, I think the raisin is what does that. Um, but this time they went along the routes of and. I'm going to say it. It's just going to give it away as far as the ABV is concerned, but of Worldwide Stout and 120-minute. So they decided to age it. Huh. Okay. So, so I, so I should write down 18 to 20% as my uh, my <laughs> guess? Are, are you trying to get me to stay here tonight? Is that what you're trying to do? Yeah, maybe. Give me Look, the tiniest man. little bit. I will. I, I, I just totally realized. Just keep that there for a second. This is yours? Yes, sir. We can share. I actually have a hot date tomorrow, and I'm going to be super upset if I'm late you, for you it. You want to share? I have a cold date tomorrow, so I'll be fine. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Sorry. 
Um, yeah, it's not, it's not a pint, so I can actually give you more, because if we're only doing three glasses, because you wieners want to share. Uh, I'm getting nail polish remover on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> Your little acetone. Wait, <laughs> dry glazing. Wait until you get what you... Oh, wait until you dry see what you get on the inside, like, baby. All right, Michael Fassbender. What a fucking great scene like, in a movie. That scene is amazing. What a fucking oh. amazing... He's like, oh, he gave himself away. He did it like this. The Germans do it like this, which for any of you who don't fucking know, it's the scene in Glorious Bastards where Michael Fassbender does the three with like the one, two, three finger, not the thumb, the index, and the middle finger like Germans do. And then the dude's like, how sharp you got to be to like, you've been drinking, hanging out with your boys, and you fucking notice that this dude just like did it different than... Yeah, and you let him go through all that. Yeah. And then, like, and then you're like, ha ha, caught you motherfucker. Yeah. This has no lactose, so she will. No lactose. But yeah, that's um, that's a fucking great movie. That's one of my favorite movies. I saw yeah. that in movie theaters three nights in a row. That movie's fucking ten years old. Wow. You know what? Really? Yeah. I saw that in theaters too. That makes me feel old. I watched it with The Mist. Did you really? Yeah. That's a great movie. Is that a... To no, a degree. A anyway. no, I mean, the I, ending is great. I mean, The Mist is a person. A legendary person. Oh, I meant the movie The Mist. I thought we were talking about the Mist movie as well. Now Stephen Sarah, King. Sarah knows knows who the Mist is as well. So I will say, Ooh. I had this beer on tap today. A lot smoother on tap. Really, this is pretty fucking smooth. It's it was a lot smoother on tap. This this isn't bad, but it's still just like all of them, uh, really boozy. Honestly, if if I had if I have to say, and I, I'm fucked for saying it, I feel like. As far as Dogfish Head's like big beers like this, their 120 minute is their best best thing. It's better than a worldwide stout. And I, I, I feel like it took a lot of a lot of really soul searching to be able to say, that. to say that. Oh wow. The worldwide stout is good. The vanilla age worldwide stout is great. But like there's something in it where they can't hide the booziness in those stouts. I think so they have a harder time too hiding much. it in this. But you drink a 120 minute, that's 18, 19%. And it's just like, this is fine. It's just a malt bomb, and it's fucking fantastic. Yeah, um, I, I wrote a number, but I'm not, not sure that I'm right because. Yep, no changing it, Harrison. I'm not going to write it down because I have an. I, I, I know what it is, but. Yeah, yeah I, I don't. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not as big of a yeah. dogfish head guy yeah, as, as you guys are. Either. I'm scared to find out. So before we uh, start wrapping up, um, Harrison, can you give us some insights as to what uh, Sloop's got in the pipeline? Oh, man. Uh, Without... What you're allowed Yeah, what you're allowed to say. Man, okay. Um, I think in the next uh, week or so, we're going to be seeing some, uh, some festive stuff. You know, maybe the next two weeks or so we'll be putting... Oh, Dude, finished? I got to say, Mertzen? No Santa is probably one of my... Like the, like, Favorite beers I've had right in a long time. Yeah, we just a good uh, one. I fucking love that one. We just did, you know, we just did a bunch of uh, a bunch of no pumpkin. You know, yep. t- tis mm-hmm. the season, so no Santa's right around the corner. Fuck yeah! But uh, yeah, you know, without saying too much uh, out loud for the uh, in uh, for the worldwide audience here, I will say mm-hmm. that Uncle Dan over here was spot on with his guess. All right. Um, what did he say? 
and then uh, we've got some more of the uh, you know some more sloop jams down the line. Some some new sours coming out in the next few weeks. We've been doing new sours pretty much every week. Um, which I'm, I love I'm it. thankful yeah, for because it gives me a little chance to yeah. flex with my, my palate a little bit. Yeah, yeah. The, the Jam series has been very good I all love, throughout. I love that, that series, man. That was, that was like one of the first uh, uh, one of the first beers that we made that, um, I don't know, I felt like really involved in. Because, um, you know, it's like when I was kind of first starting to like have like a serious role in, in, uh, in, in the uh, brewing process. Um, but this was also back when we were in Elizaville, so it was at the time it was just um, Justin, who's the owner and brewmaster, um, John Green, who is now the packaging manager. But at the time he was the cellarman and the, the heart of the brewery. John Green's the guy that taught me in terms of like working hard and like like getting shit done. He's the guy that taught me everything I know. He's I'm trying to remember if he's the guy that I know. Do you always have like backwards hat on? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Big Penguins fan. Yes. Yeah. I always see him, and I always talk to him, but I never ask his name because I'm an asshole. <laughs> no, he probably respects that. Yeah. No, um, I, I know he knows me. He always says hello. Nice. So, nice. yeah. No, he's a super good dude. He's a great dude, and, and I owe everything to him and Justin. But back in, when, you know, when, when we were in Elizaville for a long time, like maybe like a year, a year and a half or something like that, it was just the three of us just kind of like sweating away in that little in that little barn and then you know one day justin comes up to me he goes all right we're gonna make a gonna make some interesting like smoothie like sours he's like i want to make something that's like literally like jam fuck yeah Mm -hmm. all right sloop jam let's do it man um so we got some new sloop jams coming out i got that festive beer that uh uncle dan is so fond of coming out um and then uh we'll have a little bit of confliction for you guys um I think next week. That's been like in the talks for a while, right? Of like the the confliction in the six pack, just like the the super soft and then exactly. the juice bomb. Exactly. We wanted to uh, make it a little bit more often than we have been able to, but the demand for juice bomb has just been insane. insane. Yeah, yeah, insane for sure. Um, juice bomb takes. What over. do you guys do for stouts? Except for I know the cocoa baked. But we do the, I mean, so the, all of those baked stouts come from the same base beer, uh-huh. like the half baked uh, stout is what it's originally called. Um, and then so cocoa baked has the toasted coconut in it. We do um, uh, chocolate milk baked, which has cacao nibs and lactose. Cacao. 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 Cow cow. We say cow cow. Cow cow around here. And then we do, uh, um, sometimes we'll do like an underground baked, which is just like a coffee stout, but. This past year, we did bourbon barrel bean baked, which was our, uh, our stout aged on coffee beans, which were themselves aged in bourbon barrels. I was really hoping it was baked beans. Ooh. Oh, man. Because <laughs> that would have been awesome. Bush, aged in Bush's baked bean barrels. Oh, my God. <laughs> Served in a Bush's baked bean can. Dude, yeah. honestly, it probably would be pretty good. I'm just saying. <laughs> Don't God. think so. Dude. Sure. Jesus. Um, and then, you know, Playing with new stout recipes, playing with new adjuncts for that kind of stuff all the time. I'm trying to make a black lager at some point. Interesting. Okay. I love me. Okay. I love me some Schwartz beer. Schwartz beer. Schwartz beer. How about how about oh, yeah. this? I'll give you a challenge. All right, what's up? And this isn't something you're gonna get from some fucking dipshit some, at a bar. Some drunk like out there. you. You work at Sloop. I'll tell you the burger. Doppelstick. Make an ice box. Okay. Make an ice box. I'm into it. I'm into that heavy. Right on. Show us your ice box. 
show us. Because you know what? Here's we just oh, met, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I did say we're, it was a icebox, bro. <laughs> but like, seriously, who makes icebox? Not a soul. All, all of like three breweries in the entire fucking world. Yeah. And they're all in Germany. Which is why they're Adam's favorites, because only two people know about them. But the thing is, an esoteric ice, Adam. An icebox, all, all you need to do is create a double box you love mm-hmm. and then ice that motherfucker. Right on. And you, you obviously, you're familiar with how an icebox is made. Yeah. So I feel like labor intensive, yeah, but that's a limited edition. Like, mm, the flavors you get out of it, you get that nice high ABV, but I don't feel like when they're done correctly, you don't taste the ABV. It's just like, mm. Mm-mm-mm. It's like you know we we Girl. go we go from them Mertzen beers, Mertzen. them them their Oktoberfest beers, mm-hmm. uh, and Double Box are really big fan of like Double Box this time of year. But now it's like okay, we get colder, we get into like November, December, into straight up into winter. It's like okay, guess what time it is? Well, season. It's time take, for whatever the fuck you want. Take yeah, I'm not a seasonal sure. drinker. But take those beers, freeze them, take out the water, freeze them again. Take out the water, and then what you got? You got a bunch of alcohol and flavoring. It's like Ooh. reverse distilling. It's hardcore. Do it with a yeah. fucking Berliner. Um, but why? Why not? You could. You could do it with that. Oh, and like, um, we've been talking about uh, Belgian quads oh. recently. Oh. We've been talking about okay. barley, yeah, barley now, wines. Now we're speaking some some languages. Why? It's a big step. We have to get a barrel program going first. Yeah. Baby oh steps, you know, baby steps. Man, a quad. Some barley wine. Barley I'm, not, I'm not trying to like. I'm not trying to like. You know, it's in create a fucking fuss over here. You know? Sure, sure, but you <laughs> know what? It, it's good to dream and it's good to have ideas ready come to get down that pipeline. I know, man. I'm twenty 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 is going to be a good year. When Sue comes out with an nice. ice block, can you call just Uncle Dan's? Uncle Dan's ice block. Oh boy. <laughs> I sloop presents. I gotta say, we had a just put a picture of my face on it. That's all I need. <laughs> God, naming beers is one of my favorite pastimes. Fuck yeah! So who 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 gets uh, how does the naming of the beer of the new beer go? Is it who like created the recipe? Like how how does that work? No, but actually, what happens is um like Disco Blast Off. <laughs> Disco, I love that story. Disco Blast Off is a great is a great Disco Blast Off is a beer that I, I developed the recipe for okay. with my with Justin, the brewmaster. And it was like the first kind of like 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 super like I was like, oh I'm like writing the recipe for this beer. Um so I was walking down the street um with my girlfriend at the time and we had like happened upon this like cardboard box. We were in Kingston cardboard box filled with like VHS tapes and yeah. like a bunch of them were just like a bunch of Rich, Richard Simmons like workout <laughs> tapes one of which was called Disco Blast Off amazing. and I was like yo this is a fucking amazing name for a beer fuck yeah taking that yeah. shit um, but I, in terms of like naming the new beers that come out there it's like who can who can get to Justin with a dope name the fastest Ooh, you know? okay. and sometimes my game and he, I don't know if he knows this yet but he, if he listens to this he's gonna find out I'm like what's up Justin sorry bro <laughs> but one of my favorite games is to just think of like the like most ridiculous shit I could possibly think of Fuck yeah. and go to him and be like alright how far can I push this okay um, one of them was like I think I I came up to him and I was like, dude, how about like effervescent sweater vest? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty fucking good. And he was nice. like, he was like, he gave, gave me a look. He was like, yeah, 
all right, yeah. (laughs) Very hesitant about it. Um, But, you know, just a little example. But, you know, so that's what's coming down the line with Sloop. And then you can always expect more Juice Bomb because, you know, Juice Bomb makes the world go round. (laughs) Juice Bomb and Wrench. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Juice Bomb and Wrench. Best buds for life. We're uh, we're we're killing the game with the uh, the hazy. It's become synonymous. Yeah, that, that's our. It's the staple shelfies. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I, I hate to use that term, but hey, when you're going to a beer store yeah, and you're looking for a great fucking beer, you're gonna pick one or one or the other or both. Yeah. You should pick both. Both. Pick both. Do so. It. I think, I, I think with that, it's, it's time for the ABV game. Yes, oh, man. All right. Dun, dun, so, dun. I'm going to make a fool out of myself after all That's this. That's fine. I'm going to start right here. Yep, nope. so j- just I got make note purple of the, shit. the difference between your guess and what the ABV actually yep. is. Okay. So you're going to mark it down. So And, you, and your, your furthest, your worst three, you tally at the end, and that's your final score. Gotcha. So the first was the Purple Passion. Purple okay. shit and, is what and, I have written And Kim beer. And I had that at a humble 5.1%. Right on. I had a 5.7. I had a, a modest 4.2%. Okay. I had a monstrous 6%. Okay. And getting the tape off. It's a 5.5. 5.5. We're Whoa. there, boy. We're there. Oh, All right. boy. The next one up is the Grunty Gumbo. Gravity. Grunty? <laughs> it, it looks like it says Grunty on, awesome. my, on my paper. Gravity Gumbo. Gravity Gumbo. I had a humble 10.5%. I went 11.6. 14.7. Jesus. Young Joshua, yes, you're sir. not too far off. 14.5. Cunt, oh, dude. <laughs> young, young Adam. It was 14.5? What did you have? Hmm? What did you have? Oh, I had 13%. Oh, Jesus oh. Christ. I'm going to lose just from that fucking beer. Yeah, that one was rough. Uh, next one was the Hudson Valley Blackberry Peach Double Glycerin. Well, I had a humble 4.3%. All of your guesses have been humble. He so always He's very humble. He's very humble with Humble in my guesses. What did you guess? Not that it matters. 4.3. 4.3? Okay. I, this was a double IPA, just so you know. Oh, well, I didn't know that, so... <laughs> uh, fuck had, me, I guess. I had 8.5. I had a very, very just simple 7%. I had 7.5. God damn it. The actual percentage is 8%. Of course Ooh. it is, because why wouldn't it be? Young Daniel, you, you done, done messed up. Sour well, I didn't know it was a fucking Ooh. double. I thought it was a fucking sour. Well, you know what? You should be going off taste... Um, oh, I am. Oh, 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 oh shit. Well, well you know what, Hudson Valley? Pat yourself on the fucking back because <laughs> oh, I guess 4.3. Yeah. Yo, John Anthony, that shit is lethal, dog. Yeah, <laughs> John Anthony fucking drinking that seltzer. You know what he nope, told me today? Nope, not even yeah, seltzer, anymore. seltzer anymore. He's off seltzer. He's off of, like some he, he Berkey, some, whatever. Yeah, yeah, Berkey purified water or something. Whatever the fuck shit. that is. Right. He's like, that's all I drink anymore. Because I was like, John Anthony. You got to be the guest on our, our podcast during Sober October. I was like, you don't drink beer, even though you own a brewery. And he's like, oh, yeah, okay, maybe. And, That's a really good which is a polite, Which is a polite way of saying... Just, mm, just like, yeah, so not I'm, not in, not, I'm not interested. Yeah. But I was like, come on. He's like, do I have to leave Beacon? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I said, you can come to us or we can come to you. <laughs> it's like, okay, Maybe. But so it, chocolate it, it, cherry it's, it's crunch. John Anthony. 
Turn the cherry crunchy. I had a humble seven percent. Humble. I, I I saw I accidentally saw that one, so I. Uh, oh, I so had, Joshua is exempt. I had seven point five. Okay. Ooh. You are almost spot on to seven point four. Oh. Wow, we. Good guess. I guess six percent. Baller. Does that apply for the next one too? Because it's also a crunchy. Um, no. It has the same mash bill. No, I think it's good. Well, well I guess we'll find out. Damn. I, I had a humble 6% on the PB&J. You I, fucking prices right me, you piece of shit. I went 7.5 again. I went 5.9. I, pro- I probably should have went, and I felt like it's probably the same, but I'm like, it didn't taste as boozy I just to figured me. it had to be the same. I don't see why they would, yeah, for I mean, such a lo- like, you know, big deal brewery. You were right, 7.4. Woo! Of course it is. Don't tell me I don't know it's what I'm talking about. They're just streamlining those recipes. I see uh, you guys. Yeah, I mean, if we have a brewer in here and you don't, if you lose at this game, I know, it's a, you're never going to invite it back. It's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, you crush city. Uh, Muay Thai, I cannot be a part of. The lemongrass. I had a humble five and a half percent. I was at a six. Young Daniel, I also got five and a half percent. And what are we at? If I'm not mistaken, we are at. Six percent. Ooh. But I might we might be at five. Uh, Hopefully well, it's fucking six. We're covered up here. Uh we made that last week. We I can't even remember what we made last yesterday. Come on, six. Come on, five and a half. It's fucking five. Right on. Oh, wow. oh boy. It doesn't matter because I'm still gonna lose this fucking game from one for what it's worth. Beer. I have no answer to that. <laughs> so, right. ten, the, uh, ten the, years of hugs. The half acre? I didn't write that recipe. Uh, I, I already <laughs> knew what that one was. So I I did not, but I had a humble nine and half percent. Uh-huh. I said eight percent. I as well said eight percent. And it's ten percent. Oh, <laughs> Next up, we have jungle juice. Jungle, jungle juice. juice. Remember, this is an imperial... Berliner Weiss. Imperial. Well, I had I had perfect a humble eight percent eight percent on a jungle juice. So humble. Six point nine percent. I also guessed eight percent. Okay, and we've got a seven point five percent. There's three more in the fridge too. And then we got Joshua's oat cream. Dream. I just wrote Josh Beer. No fucking oat cream. I wrote Basement Hooch. (laughs) (laughs) Prison toilet water. The most accurate. Swag. Basement Hooch. Uh, I had a humble 5%. Okay. I said 3.4. I had a modest 4%. Oh. And the winner is you. 4.2%. Right on. What is this? It's uh, his homebrew. What the Are fuck, you, bro? You were fucking hiding. It was like one of the best times of your wedding. <laughs> okay, yeah, but you were but you were hiding, so I don't want don't want to disturb you from your slumber. Ooh. Fucking smaug. You were sitting on your goddamn right, treasure. This is where I get fucked. This is where I probably get fucked as well. I had a difference of four on one beer. Nobody's getting fucked but me. Yeah. Ooh, debatable. Okay, I had a difference of three point seven on a second. Nobody's getting fucked but me. All right, well, our last beer is this uh, Raison d'Etre, wherever the fuck you say oh, that Oh, see, beer. I'm exempt, so I already knew what it was. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys change it so they have to do the three worst? Yeah, we're, that's yeah. what we do. Yeah, that's yeah. what it's always it's, been. That's how we've been doing it. Some so. bitch. Ooh, man. Yeah. I said uh, 14. 
percent? Fourteen. I already know. So. Oh, all right. I said fifteen. Eighteen. I was gonna go bigger, and I was like, Nah, I don't know. Meh. I don't know. I thought everybody knew. That's why I was like, Oh yeah, blah blah blah. All right, boys, tally it up. Tally ho, gents. Jesus. Well, our, our longer running yeah, ones. Yeah, I'd say. It's the worst I've ever done. Yeah, apparently. Jeez, uh, Louise, Papa Cheese. I, think, I don't think you'll be last. I think I will be last. Okay. You, you, know what, you know what it is? These worst three of my differences are literally like everything else. It's just three of the what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So it's 33.3% of the things I made, but everything else is off by 0.4 or 0.5. I think the thing that we all have to remember is that... Um, it's just beer. It's just beer. <laughs> but right, son, over. going further beyond this, um, there is absolutely no importance in being able to guess the ABV of something. Well, yeah, <laughs> but it's a fun game. Oh, it's yeah, for sure, game. for sure. But <laughs> I just don't want you to feel bad. No, no, no. I'm just I trying to get you to feel better. I feel bad because we, we I don't just don't like want to losing. get punished. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. We, we don't That's like all this game is about. Yeah, I'm just hoping that you didn't lose, so I don't have two punishments, but I definitely have one. You, you got one coming your way. All right. Oh so. yeah, I I forgot that I was supposed to guess super wrong to fuck you over. <laughs> I'm glad I feel you forgot. In the past, though, you would have been able to, like, five or six years ago. Absolutely, like within half a percent. Guess these ABVs. Probably. But now with this influx of all these new craft breweries, you have no idea. It could taste like chocolate milk, and you're just like, oh, that's 49,000% alcohol. Woo! Oh, my God. Well, speaking of, I'm trying to get that that Pabstar coffee. Oh, get that shit, baby. I hear it's good. It's fucking great. Yeah, that's what he's been telling us. (laughs) Yeah, man. It's adult Yoohoo is what it is. Uh Amazing, but uh, I'll, I'll get some probably for the next episode. Uncle Dangle, <sighs> I have a, a humble. It's not humble. I have a difference of nine point one. Wow, I didn't do too much better, and it was probably the same three beers. Eh, that's not probably not true, but I had a difference of eight point four. Wow, oh, oh surprising actually. Young Joshua's got three point eight. Damn, bro. Good job. Those are your worst three? Yeah. Somebody's a fucking cheater. Okay. Because <laughs> your, your worst three added up. Gotcha. Your worst three, the biggest differences added up. I uh I feel a little a little bit proud on, on mine. I'm uh six point five off. Nice. Not terrible. That's a sleep beer. <laughs> well, I guess I'll suck the dick on this one, so boys. Uncle Dan. Suck it Good thing you don't hard. have to go anywhere tonight. I know that's that I that's the advantage of having it at your house. Yeah, I, I might have to make you drink my uh, my raison d'être because I do have to go home at some point. But spaghetti and meatballs sounds real yeah, fucking good. Spaghetti Dude, stupid. I told you I have a hot date tomorrow. I know, but I'm also hey. a hot date right now. Who wants to fucking throw up their spaghetti in my bed so I have to clean it up the next day? <laughs> Adam. 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 Well, that being Chris. said. Boys and girls, thank you, Harrison, for coming on tonight. Thank you for having yeah. me, fellas. It was a pleasure. It's been um, an absolute blast. It, it worked out much better than last time we tried to do this. Yeah, last time I tried to come here, my car broke down. Yeah, that was... Oh. I'm just like, he just didn't want to come. He just didn't want to come. No, it's my fine. one of my brake pads yeah. is on the side of the road. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm notorious, I'm notorious for being late and coming up with excuses, quote, quote, 
unquote. AKA Sarah. <laughs> so uh, <coughs> for the for the first time, I was on time. And um, I was the late boy. Wow. So you were, it's fine because I got to give him a tour of the reptiles. Yeah. So. Yeah. But again, thank you very much for coming. Yeah, dude, thanks. absolute pleasure. Thanks Come for back me. again, so Please. that and, uh, and you know, you know, what you said about the ABV game. Yeah, how it has absolutely no bearing or importance on anything in real life. I was really nervous when I said that because I thought I was going to lose. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the thing is that it really applies to beer, and as much as we love it, and as much as a science, and as much as it's an art form. You got to remember, at the end of the day, what is it? It's, it's just, just beer, beer, boys. Aww. Peace. Bye. Adorable.